So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. Welcome to Hardly Initiated's Late Night Special. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode of my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. Yeah, it's about to be a spiritual one today, man. I'm, I hope y'all ready. Yes. We about to go crazy. Yes, grab <laughs> grab your Bibles this episode, y'all. Oh go ahead and grab them, because we have here a very special, <laughs> special presence here on the show here. So happy we were blessed and able to get you here on this live show. We are here rocking with one of the pastors at one of the largest churches here <laughs> in Z country here. Y'all already know, have y'all heard a new birth? If you don't get from under that rock, all right? The pastor of cardiology, the heart of the church, the author of the girl Bible, the author of she's lit, yeah. the author, the, the, it's the third book. What was the third book? The nudge. The journal. nudge. That's what they need. Guys, the nudge. And best believe we will be dropping these links in here because y'all gonna want to buy the books. By the time y'all start hearing this presence, this woman, this body speak to your souls here, we in here rocking with Dr. Carrie Turner. Welcome hey, to Harley Initiated. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited to be here tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I was, uh, you know, checking out your your profile. Then I went to checking out your content. Yeah. And of course, you just recently went ridiculously viral <laughs> <laughs> on Dear Future Wifey's podcast. Yeah. Yes. And um, it's a, I guess, it's, I guess kind of a coincidence. A lot of our listeners mm. love also Latarius Whitfield. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. But you had a lot of, a lot of pushback. I did. On that, on that viral, I did. Morality. I did. And we're going to kind of get into that yeah. now, y'all, because just so y'all know, this episode, we're going to be talking about the evolution of this space, the evolution here of dating here. Mm. And look at that. I think <laughs> I think she probably got a little nervous when we said that. I just want y'all to know, Dr. Turner does not get on podcasts. I don't. I had to actually, through chat, convince and he persuade did. Dr. He Turner did. that we were not misogynistic, Listen, that we right. would not attack Listen. her. That I don't we want had, no foolishness. That we had nothing but pure intentions. Listen, not that I'm scared, because I ain't never scared, but still. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, it's a blessing to have you. So we're gonna have a good grateful. time. I know, guys. Listen, I was screaming the other night at the Beyonce concert, and my voice is gone, so yeah. I might sound a little ma more masculine. But I want y'all <laughs> to know, this lady don't normally sound like this. Oh, I'm sure the <laughs> listeners they probably got hoarse voices too. I'm listen. not sure if y'all came out to Atlanta. For, was it the Beehive, right? That's what they call drop, them. Drop, drop yeah. the bees. Drop the bees in the chat right now. Yeah. If y'all are part of the beehive, drop the bees. I want to see who else got a lost voice on the other side of the screen right now. Yes. Now, I do want to tell you this before we get started. Keep in mind, guys, we got the YouTube membership. We are officially over 200 members. We only been running the membership for about nine weeks. Wow. 115,000 subs. So the channel is going crazy. Also, guys, shout out to Benita, who's already dropping the super chats. Don't forget, I love Benita, man. our goal is thirty five hundred bucks. We had about nine hundred bucks right now. Nine hundred bucks because thirty five hundred bucks get us the soundproof studio. So yes. to make sure all the wonderful guests sound really great and crisp as you ride and as you clean and whatever you're doing while you listen to the show. 
and I want to do something real quick. I want to give a quick shout out, and I'm gonna let Tyshawn get started. Yeah, we got yeah. the Matrix RC and uh, a Year of Crown. Of course, they're some of our top shelf members. Shout out to Spencer Carlin, Crystal Myers, Teresa Davenport, Imperfect. Dionysus, Anissa Johnson, D. Nichols, and Plate Master. Just a few people who have recently joined the membership. We appreciate y'all, so we give y'all shout-outs. And this is the thing, guys. YouTube wants, we want to uh, share this with as many people as possible. So it's very important that you hit the like button. Hit the like button right now. As many likes as we get during the first 30 minutes of the live, that's going to determine how many people actually get to see this video come across their screen while they're on YouTube. Let's do it. Yeah. And listen, speaking of the beehive, man, this one here, we're going to pop it off for all the single ladies. <laughs> all right. We're going to pop it off for them here because a lot of our actual, um, a lot of the people, our members, yeah. our listeners, our audience, uh, it, it is single ladies trying to look how, trying to put themselves in the best position. Sure. Just personally. Yeah. Personally. Shout yeah. out to the, our listeners, because I know a lot of them are big on just becoming better, personally developing. Love that. Love that. And I, I want to know just in general, because as a single woman, yeah, what should ideally a single woman be doing yeah. in that time and that phase of her life yeah, to be just preparing herself and becoming the best version of herself? What does that look like? Yeah, so that looks different for every woman. And one of the things that I always like to be clear about is that I am not the spokesperson for how a woman should live, how she should operate. I'm not the role model. I'm none of that. So I can give you the tips from my perspective and how I'm walking my singleness um, journey out right now. And I think you said it, it's really just trying to figure out how do I become the best person in the world, right? Not how do I become the best person and so that a man can find me or how do I become the best person so a woman can find me but how am I fully living my purpose in the earth and how am I evolving to become the very best human that I can be because I truly believe that when we live in a way where we are just trying to become our full authentic self because listen it's a lot of work to just develop on your own so to have the pressure of trying to develop to become something for somebody else is a whole nother type of situation. And so for me, I'm really just trying to get to the core of who I am. I, I won't say, oh, you know, because everybody's like, you need to heal and become whole. Healing and wholeness is an ongoing journey. For as long as we occupy this earth, we will always be healing from something. We will always become whole in an area. You can be whole in one area and then healing in another area. So it's this ongoing going journey. And I think for me, you know, I've decided, God, how do I show up in the world? What does that look like for me in my level of confidence and my level of esteem and how I am having agency in the world? Am I fully authentic to myself? Didn't matter what I look like to a man, but how do I feel about me and how am I operating? Do I like myself? Do I like being alone with myself? Do I know how to enjoy? Do I know what peace looks like without another human being? Mm. What is my relationship? like with God? You know, what does prayer look like for me? Am I an, an integral person? Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So those are the things that I think about. I'm not looking at tips. I'm, I'm not giving tips of, oh, you know, make sure you credit right. Make sure you got this <laughs> amount of money. Because these are the things that I feel like people are saying, oh, you need to make sure your credit right. Make sure you didn't launch your business. Make sure you're doing this. Make sure, you, make sure that you are a decent human being. 
Make sure that you are likable to yourself. Make sure that you are on a journey and the road to evolution so that, again, you are serving your purpose in the earth. When you are doing that, I truly believe you begin to naturally draw the things that God has for you. So to me, that's what I'm focused on. That's what I'm doing. Another woman may feel like uh, gathering her finances or launching a, a business is what she feels like she needs to do in her singleness, right? Mm. Everybody, depending on your context, how you were raised, where you are from, it's going to look different. And I think the problem that we have right now is we want a cookie cutter model for how it's supposed to look for everybody. We, tr we try to do this to people in singleness and we do it to them in marriage. And this is why the divorce rate is higher. And this is why people who are single are not, uh, many are not single and healthy because we are looking to other people to figure it out rather than looking internally to say, okay, God, how do I become the best person so that whatever it is that I'm desiring and praying for you to bring to me, I'm prepared in the way that you've called me to be prepared to do it. So I don't, I hope that answers. I don't have like these, you know, X, Y, and Z tips. For me, this is how I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to pull it together. I'm not and, sure you, you can know, get that. That was X Y Z. No, that, that, that was, was that oh, was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I'm, a few I'm, bullet points. I'm, listen, the line has already started. We're like, ready to see you on Sundays at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you this though, yeah. because I know a lot of a lot of ladies just being very honest and realistic. Yeah. They do want somebody in their life, like they do desire, yes. it, and they're like, "Yo, I want a man." Yeah. So, what does it look like? What's the difference? Mm -hmm of getting better for yourself and yeah. getting better for somebody else. Yeah. Because you said that there was a difference. You should not be getting better to get somebody. You should be getting better for you. What does that look like? What I, is the difference of it look like? Yeah, I think getting better mm -hmm. for yourself is understanding, you know, how you choose to live, how, again, how you want to show up in the world. I think getting better for somebody else is you becoming something else for somebody else, mm. rather than being your full self and drawing somebody who is attracted to what you already are. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I think that when we try to become something for other people, that's why we got so many clowns and jesters, because <laughs> you constantly doing tricks, you constantly doing flips, you're constantly changing this about yourself, changing that about yourself, not because that's what you truly desire for you, but it's because Jim like it like this. So you, you turn into what Jim like Delante like it like this. So you, then you become him and you really are dealing with an identity crisis because you are not planted and anchored in the core of who you are. When you're anchored in the core of who you are, it doesn't mean that you don't grow and evolve. It doesn't mean you don't learn your partner's love languages. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. what I'm saying is if you are constantly changing the core of who you are to meet the needs of somebody else, then there's a, a red flag there that I think has to be explored. So I think that that's the difference between the two. I mm. get that. I get. I mean, I mean, I think some people just don't even like themselves. So period. Yeah, they're trying to figure out how to become. Yeah, what and I need. so relationships do nothing but magnify what you already hate about you, right? Right. And that's mm. how we date people. And when they lie, they cheat. We internalize that because we think that it's an issue with us when really it is a character issue with them. But if you are not anchored in the core of who you are, you will begin to allow people to project 
their issues, their challenges onto you, and you start to take on stuff that you're not even responsible for. So that's how a lot of trauma begins to happen. And you're unpacking a situation that really ain't yours. But because you don't know you, you don't know what to receive and you don't know what to reject. You know what? That that can happen for men too, because sometimes yeah. men can run into the situation where they're not having successful relationships. They're mm. not, or they may not even be able to attract women mm. at a level that they are, you know, satisfied with. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll go online and they'll look up, you know, pick up artists. They'll look up different ways to, you know, tactics to attract women. What's things a pick to up say. Artists? Pick up artists are men who specialize in the yeah. tactics that ah. you can use to initiate conversations with wow. women and get their numbers and eventually sleep with them. The ultimate goal is to go from initiation to sleeping sleep with, with the women. I yeah. got it. So the thing about it is it's like, it's almost like learning sales, mm. if you will. It's like learning sales, but as it relates to women. Wow. So the thing about it is like, there, and it's, it's a lot of um, content on this. One of the most famous pickup artists in the world, he actually got extremely depressed mm -hmm. because he talked about how he not only was so good at it, he talked about being able to sleep with some of the most beautiful models in the world, mm. even celebrities, mm. but he couldn't maintain any of them on the back end because once they found out who he really was, yeah, he typically got exposed. He was ridiculously insecure mm. because of all of these tactics. He right. just didn't believe that this woman actually loved him for who he was, right. just loved him for kind of wow. what he was able to do for wow. her. Yeah. And I wow. think there's different levels of you know you being able to do that, whereas... Like, it's funny because, you know, I, I remember, you know, we all, I think a lot of men fall into that phase of like, yeah. you know, kind of wanting to become better and in that area of your life. And, it, and it's kind of scary where you could land. Yeah. Because yep. you could land on the information and the content yeah. that helps you transform as a being. Yeah. And helps you truly become better version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Or they can just kind of equip you with these skill sets that allow you to get a result. Mm. And I think those are two different things, becoming yeah. a better person and trying to get a result, trying right. to get a sale, right? trying to get a commission. Right. And Because um, you don't have the patience to believe that becoming a better self will actually yield the fruit that you desire. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's, a, there's like a level of faith in that. So you go around yeah. getting better. Yeah. 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 Try to get the shortcut. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's empty. Yeah. It is very mm. empty. Yeah. So I think that's that's really good. Man, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever seen over 200 people in the chat this fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going like, to, it's, guys. It's 13 minutes and it's 220 people <laughs> hey, up in here. Yes. This, hey. is, this is good. This is good. So, yeah. Oh, hey. I can tell they're loving this. So, real quick, I want to give a couple shout outs because I want to talk about some standards because standards are changing sure. in the day in the day market. So, I want to talk about that. But, real quick, shout out to Jonathan Adams, JA. We appreciate you. Say shout out to the brothers, peace and blessings. We received that. Shout out to Janelle. Yo. Listen, Janelle, I can just tell because Janelle gifts a membership every single time. She's yes. always getting memberships. So she's in the spirit of giving. Janelle, we appreciate you. And thanks for being rich, Janelle. We appreciate that. <laughs> and shout hey, out to Janelle. Right, right, right. Shout out to Deanna De La Trinidad joining the membership. Welcome and shout to the out family. to yes, family. And shout out to Mira. Mira always showing love. We appreciate you as always. She says, shout out to everyone. Yes, Mira, please tell everybody to hit that like button now. Dr. Turner, yes. we got these standards. They they all over the place. <laughs> you got women as well as men going viral for whatever their standards might be, right? Sure. I think it was, was it Claudia Jordan that went viral, said she wouldn't date a bus driver? No, That's that like, was a Ebony K. Williams. Ebony K. Williams, mm. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I just threw Claudia Jordan. Man, just threw Claudia yeah. Ebony K. Williams, you know, you got, you got these different Claudia. things, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, 
one of the things that's typically said, um, usually you might hear from women and men sure. that says, hey, I want, well, really women, they say, I want my partner equally yoked. So let's like, cause I know that's yeah. biblically based. Yeah. So let's hear from a pastor. What does that actually mean equally yoga? And, and, and do you know kind of how that has even like, where did that even come from? Yeah. So initially being equally yoked derived contextually from animals. It was how animals were yoked. So this was a conversation really where the foundation was about farming and animals, mm. right? Um, so as, of course, it evolved and it was, and as it was used in the biblical text, when we look at, you know, make sure that you are equally yoked or be ye equally yoked, it's really having an understanding that you are compatible, right? That there is a level of compatibility. And I think what the challenge is, is many of us think that it's, you know, you are equally yoked on paper. Mm. I got a degree, you got a degree. I got a little money, you got a little money. I go to church, you go to church. But at the core of it, that's not what it is. I think we have to really move beyond the surface to understand, you know, being equally yoked is do we have the same values? You know, do we um, live by the same uh, character standards? You know what I mean? Do we have the same, are our vision aligned? Do, are we, do we want to go in the same direction? There are people who have also lost great people in their life because they were on one page and the person was on another page and they were like, oh, well, they don't want the exact same thing that I want. So we won't work well together or they don't meet my my list or my standards of what I want to have. So we throw those people away. Whole wow. That could have been your whole husband, mm. your whole wife, because being equally yoked is not just these surface materialistic things that we've turned it into. But it's really like it's the core of what you what you believe your values mm. for your life are you equally yoked in that type of way that's yeah. really what it's about you know i like that a lot because that actually challenges the person who was qualifying the other person yes because to even get past those surface level things and find out if somebody has your values is not just the conversation yeah. it's also you being very intentional and observant of how they respond to things, how they go about living a, you know, yes. day to day. Yes. And I don't think most people even have the patience to give somebody, you know, one or two opportunities, let alone a, a series of opportunities to kind of really identify if they're, you know, what they state is actually true to what their true values are. The patience are. Mm. and the discernment mm. there it is. to even know how to navigate questions to identify their value system. There it is. Speaking of that, you say your guy, Dr. Jamon, right? Jamon Glenn. Oh, Let me tell genius. You, he came on here and he broke that down. He said, because like there's the most important questions we can ask when dating, he talked about these are value questions. And he talked about how most of us don't understand how to ask value questions. Yeah. And, and the core of kind of what that is, it's like the why. It's like not the difference between asking somebody, you know, like what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Do you want to like, you know, be a housewife? Or you want to have a career? <laughs> That's one, that's one way, but yeah. then why do they believe they should have either Absolutely. one of those? Absolutely. That will probably more so navigate you to their value system. Well, I want this because I believe that family is the most important thing. I want to invest in kids. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. And I think that's a big difference in the conversation. Because if you think about it, a lot of these questions, when you go on a date initially, the surface, first of all, at this point, am I, oh my gosh, if I'm dating, <laughs> is you asking me surface level questions? I'm really, it's I'm going to just, huh? I'm going to get pissed and, or just frustrated. <laughs> yeah. It's probably in general. Yeah. And I, I just break through it very quickly. But yeah. 
I I don't know if many people even know sure that that is what you should be doing. Yeah. But we got to get to that to figure out even if we are equally yoked. Right. So you get you can get all the way to a marriage and not even know somebody's values. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. So I mean, and, and that's pretty that's pretty incredible to me to think about that. And I'm I'm curious to notice too because when you're talking about knowing somebody else's values, sure. I think in the past you you were previously married. I was. At that point, were you young when you got into this marriage? I was. I was. We got married. We were like college sweethearts. So we got married like right out of college. So I was about like 26, college grad school. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you make that mistake? What do you mean? Of not, <laughs> of, of, not like, fully, of not fully being, I guess, up. equally yoked with... The man was a mistake, right? right. No, right. Not the man. I'm not saying well, that. Well... Right. Well, right. No. T- technically, if y'all not equally yoked, he is. Te- he he could well, be a mistake. But let me say that I wouldn't call him a mistake. Let right. me say that I think I think to kind of go back to what you're saying. Let me clarify. He's not a mistake. I think that when you're young, sometimes you don't know what to look for. So yes. 26 to me now is very young, right? Oh, it is. It's people that are in their 40s and 50s, 60s that don't know what to look for. At 26, I did not. I know what to look for. And I may venture to say that he may not have known either. Right. So although there were certain things that we were drawn to together, to uh, together about concerning, we connected on. I think that when we got into the core of our marriage, the challenges started to come. So that's where you say in college, we're having fun. We hanging out. Do you know what I mean? We were serious enough to decide to get married, but I think in retrospect, we probably should not have, we weren't prepared to be husband and wife at that time, but you feel the pressure of what's the next step, right? You graduate from school, you go to grad school. You, this, the next thing is for you to get married. I've been with this person. So that's what you do. So you follow the next thing rather than what, what your discernment tells you. I want to go back to that because my discernment said, do not get married. I knew not to get married, really? but I was, Oh yes. That's the, and that's the, that's the interesting wow. thing about God, the Holy spirit, any heartbreak that I've had, any failed relationship that I've had, it's not because God did not show me early on. I knew I could see, I knew what the problem was, but it was my own will. The Bible says that we are led away by our own, uh, by our own desires. We're led away by the things that we choose to have. Mm. And so I wanted it. And because I wanted it, I'm figuring out how to cover up what I know is wrong and isn't going to work. And I did it anyway. So that discernment is key. And it speaks to what you said, because we don't oftentimes give the relationship or even the courting stage long enough to see who a person really is. Because the truth is, Satan uh, is a master at illusion. Thanks. And that's why relationships, so, so for so many of us, it's such a, a, a strong hold in our lives, right? Because he's a master of deception. He's been doing this since the beginning of time, which means that he poses himself as light, but we know at the end of the day, that's not what he is. It's not until you take the time to let people be who they are and you accept who people are showing you. Mm. You allow your discernment to um, speak to you about what is happening. And then you make the decision based upon there. But discernment takes, operating in discernment takes maturity and wisdom. Because that means that you might see, you might discern, you might feel things that are counter what to what you desire. If I want to be in a relationship, 
I'm tired of being lonely. I want a partner. He could be all of the wrong things. But if I'm being led by my own lust, if I'm being led by my own feelings, then I'm going to bypass what I know is not the right thing for me. And I'm going to go with what with what I'm just feeling, even though I know it's unhealthy, but you're gonna always pay for that on the back end. So we all have a level of discernment that we're able to operate in. Now, whether or not we trust the discernment that is within us yep. and we obey and operate, listen, half of my experiences, I would have never even had, had I trusted what I was discerning, had I trusted what I know God was showing me, but I didn't. And so you pay the cost of what that looks like. The Bible, talks about discernment and it says that it cuts to the marrow of a thing. So if you know anything about the bone, you know, you have the outer part of the bone, but then you have the marrow of the bone, which is the deepest part mm -hmm. of it. It's not exposed by the naked eye. So you have to go beneath a thing to see what that even is. And for some of us, we're so attracted to just the bone that we never even get a chance to see what the marrow is really like, what the character is like, what the integrity is like, what those things are like. We never get there. But then on the back end six months later we going oh this person is really crazy this yeah, fool facts, facts. is out of his mind you know what i mean and then at that time you got a, you got a soul tie for those people who believe in that or you are emotionally stuck in a in a toxic situation you ended up with a narcissist and don't even know how you got there so it's all of those type of things because we don't trust what we're hearing and many of us don't trust it because we don't believe that we're worthy of more some of us a person comes into our lives and we think that this is the best that we can get. I now ask myself, is this God's absolute best for me? Mm. That's a challenging question. That's with, a, yeah. Listen, Let with me tell all you. that I've been through, with all that I've seen, God, is this your absolute best for me? And if I can't answer that with a yes, I'm out. So today, if you out dating and yes. you now are looking at the values of someone, what are some of the most important values Integrity, now? integrity, 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 integrity. Listen, a liar, mm-mm, mm-mm. A person who has no character. I've met people who I believe are literally morally bankrupt. Like, you don't care what you do to people. You look great. You are, you are very articulate. You are brilliant. You might even be anointed. You excel <laughs> in what your field is. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you be anointed with no character? What? Child wow. cheese. Yeah, I could run them down. <laughs> wow. I could run about 10 days. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's possible to move in a level of gifting and talent the Bible says gifts come without repentance. And so people see people operating, whether that's business, I'm not just talking about ministry, that can be whatever your call is. You can be amazing um, entrepreneur. You can be an incredible actress or whatever your area is. But when you get home, how do you handle the people that are closest to you? Are you a liar? Are you a deceiver? Are you a manipulator? So for me, I promise you, outside of whether a person has a genuine, authentic relationship with God, I'm not talking about whether or not you go to church because you can go to church and not even know him. But do you have so a true. real relationship with God that shows up in how you not just treat me, but how you treat everybody that comes in contact with you? So I can, I can confidently say that character and integrity are the primary things right now for me. I cannot deal with a person who does not have those things. 
I like that. Yeah. I, let me tell you, Dr. Turner, you you too lit. You too lit. <laughs> Flaming up the mic right now. First off, let me tell you something. This is how I know she lit, because she got celebrities joining the chat. No Yo, way. shout out to Anthony O'Neill. <laughs> my brother. The, yeah, hey, listen, my sister throwing flames tonight. Yo, Anthony, what we got to do to get you on the show, man? Listen. You can't be in the chat. Listen, he's amazing. I want y'all to drop flames in the chat if y'all want us to try to get <laughs> Anthony O'Neill on the show. I want y'all to go ahead and drop them flames. Now, Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I got some, some, some questions. I'm just very excited because okay. you man i like i like this if like you gonna energy. take it away from this don't even do it because i got a couple more follow-up no, 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 i'm not gonna this. take i'm not gonna take it take it away <laughs> right. um well check out peach's question i think that Uh-oh. was a good one but shout out to Nora Steve. she says you are preaching tonight sister wow. Nora, i completely agree with that yo sending those super chats not only does it help us with getting the the studio soundproof but it just helps us be able to show more love to the guests only thing we was able to provide was some water oh we didn't get we didn't Listen, Dr. Turner dropping his heat like that. She need water. She need hors d'oeuvres. She, she, she need shrimp. After this. She need something. Y'all see what's happening. Right? Now, shout out to Myrna. It's Myrna. Shout out to Myrna and Tiffany Bryant joining the membership. But go ahead, Tasha. I know you got some got some for us. So now, integrity is the number one value. Sure. I want to know this because this can happen. I hear people all the time talk about we've grown apart. Yeah. I've changed. Yeah. Can your values change and evolve? as you get older or just as you mature yeah, as a person? Absolutely. I Who I was when I got married at 26 is not who I am right now. So they absolutely, I hope that, I hope you evolve. Do you know what I mean? There are core things about who I am that has not, that has not changed, that will not change, right? So I may add more values, but there are certain values, certain core things about who I am that have not, but for other, for, but for many of us, they will change. They will evolve. You will grow. And the challenge is if you, you know, most of us date for, um, we date for our now and not for our later. Mm. And so, so many people end up with people Mm. with where they currently are in life, not thinking about where they're going to be later. And so when you do that, you're not connecting with someone who is on the same page, thinking the same thing. And so, they are stuck with where they are and you are frustrated because you're trying to grow, you're trying to evolve, but now you have a person in your life is that is not on the same page. So as you are dating, you got to think about not who you are right now, but who am I going to be in the next five to 10 years? And what do I think I'm going to need to help accommodate my life in that way? Now I'm going to ask a question for the people right here. Okay. I've heard that before. Yeah. And I think that's so hard for people. Sure. Because people still trying to figure out what's going on today. Right. Right. So if you try and to figure out what's going on today in your life, then you might want to hold on a little bit. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so now let's, so let's, let's you go could, there. You could, unless you're just having fun. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. If you're just dating to have fun, marriage is not on your itinerary. You're just kicking it. Then, then do you. But if you don't know what you are doing and where you are going, listen, then how you don't even have the space to bring anybody into your life. Cause you can't even fully articulate where you are and where you are going. That's why I talked about vision being a primary thing because when a person is clear about who they are and where they're going, there is a way for them to articulate that. You then should be able to articulate that and you see whether or not those paths are going in the same direction. 
that then lets you know whether or not this is something that you need to move forward with or not. I'm not saying that you have to have every single detail of your life mapped out. Do you understand what I'm right. saying? But you ought to have a clear picture of the path that you are going in. And if you don't know that, then keep kicking it. But if you, if, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But if you want a wife, you want a husband, then I think that there ought to be, you know, a little bit more clarity in what that direction looks like. So, you know, we, when, when it comes to uh, people knowing because that sounds like a prerequisite now that sounds like a prerequisite that you just gave it is for and, me and, and i i hear from men all the time sure men need vision sure men need to have how important is a man for us to be able to understand or a woman to bring her vision to the table is that even important that a woman has a vision yes is it just our no a job to bring the vision no. and she need to bring the <laughs> ambition to help my vision no or what am i looking for in a woman's vision so listen you you ought to i i think first of all that's a great question you should want a woman who is clear about the direction of her life, who has a relationship with God, who knows the reason why she was born, who's work, who's moving and operating in that. Again, you don't have to know every detail about what that looks like, but it should be attractive to a man to meet a woman. And I'm not talking about in some macho, aggressive way. I don't even know about this whole alpha female thing. They probably don't kill me in the chat about that. It's not mm. something that I subscribe to in mm. my own life uh -oh. but i'm talking uh -oh. about i don't i don't even know what that means right um but um that's just me i don't know what that means i knew i liked but, you uh, <laughs> but for but for me you know it's it's attractive to have a person that can say to you hey this is these are the goals that i'm working towards these are the things that i desire to do in my life and i think that it's only fair that whoever you connect yourself to as a man has the same thing the conversation after that then becomes how do we work this together how can we then bring the both visions together to ensure that we're building something because then at that point you're starting to talk about legacy mm. at that point you're you're, you're starting to talk about what does life look like even beyond us if we choose to have children or grandchildren so the conversation changes but yes you should definitely to me want to have somebody i mean you just you just you just cute you just walking around aimless you ain't got nothing awful but which but what you look like right and i don't even I, to me that's not even you should that's that's a that's a waste of even god in your own life so to only show up with your appearance but you have nothing else to offer that you can fully articulate where you are taking up agency in the world that's problematic to me you don't need no man you need help you don't need no woman you need help and guidance in terms of finding your identity and how you need to operate in the world. Wait, yeah. I, I thought your voice was gone. What's Sorry. going on? Right? Hey, listen. That listen. voice is not gone. It is present. It's that, it's that oh and it is here on the mic in the Sorry, building today. No, 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 no. Do not apologize for anything right now. So this, so this, this is excellent, Dr. Turner. And uh, so Tyshawn talks about, you know, understanding or, or you know, understanding what a woman should bring to the table in terms of vision. Sure. Right. Now men have changed. So I understand you said, you know, the alpha woman, that type of deal. We're not even going to talk about none of that. Yeah. And every, yeah. you know, everybody has their own perspective about that. Right. It's just not what I, you know, understood. Now, I think one of the things that most people can't agree that we subscribe to is that it is dating has changed modern yes. dating. Yeah. And that men have changed. I think women identify yes. modern women. Yes. Men identify as modern men. So as somebody who I'm sure have counseled, counseled thousands of both men and women. Sure. And you also are a young lady, I'm sure that has 
other, you know, birds of a feather fly together. So you sure. got other women that, sure. you know, have relationship challenges, issues, yeah. and successes, right? Yeah. What are you seeing just a, a, in total, just overall, what are you seeing is the difference between men now versus men, let's say, 20 years ago? Oh, that's <laughs> such a great question. Mm. What do I see as the difference? Um, that is so good. I didn't think I would be stumped <laughs> at all, but you have um, you've stumped me with that. Uh, I think. Let me say this: for some people, nothing has changed because mm -hmm. the men that they knew twenty years ago are the same type of men that they know right now. So it may not be anything different. Um, I think for me, what I've personally noticed uh, in, in the changes in men and the caliber of men is the level of responsibility has shifted. Mm -hmm. The level of accountability has shifted. Um, if you are uh, chivalrous, you are now a simp. Um, the level of, um, I think openness is, is a little bit different. So those mm. are kind of, um, the communication style is a little bit different. Like, you know, we got to unpack each one of these, by the yeah. way, got, I can't just have you roll over these. That's the only way we got, we, it's yeah, bullet points. We so, got responsibility, yeah, accountability, yeah. and then it was recently, um, I, I, chivalry, I think is okay. different because now I feel like a man who is um, chivalrous and warm and kind is, is a simp now. And, and we're going to talk about that too yeah. because there's truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but no, there's a, it's a lot. I, I was just having that conversation. Yeah. So to start with responsibility. Mm. Okay. <laughs> with the level of responsibility changing. How do you see the responsibility changing now? You mean like like the roles that we play in relationships? Is that what yeah, about? I think I think a part of I think I, I'm I've noticed a difference in just how men a lot of men show up now with responsibility, and I'm sure men will say the same thing right, um, right. about about women. So I'm not in any way you know making it one sided. Um, but you know there was a time when men felt responsible for the woman that they were with, right? That's true. Um, on and I'm not just talking about financial because everybody loves to go there Fitty, first. Fitty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but where he felt responsible for her for protecting her, her he her emotional health. Do you know what I'm saying? Creating a, a a space of safety for her. That's the type of responsibility that I'm talking about. Like when he shows up and walk in the room, everything in the room shifts because his presence is there. So there was just a level of responsibility that, you know, I kind of remember that is a lot different than now. Now it's kind of like, listen, you on your own. If we ain't at, at you know, if we not, it, it just feels very different. It's almost mm. like you're just kind of, there is no safety for a, a lot of women. Um, a lot of people, men, again, may say the same thing. So I think this level of responsibility has almost shifted to the point where we're watching it, even in the dating process, where it used to be that men pursued women. Mm. And now you have men wanting to be pursued by women insane. it's it's a yeah i i don't even know i don't know yeah. what that means okay so so okay. i will say I that, that that could be that could be one area where the responsibility is is different and of course for many people you know financial as well you you see men sh um and we constantly have this conversation around who's the prize who's not right, the prize right, right. you know what i'm saying right. to me which is just foolish both of you have value we both show up as a gift to each other um but you know when we start to talk about particularly in the marriage um space the bible says that the woman is the man's glory but now we have men who show up who want to be the glory we both can't we both can't be it 
Um, so we have to figure out, that's, that's <laughs> you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, I'm just using Bible. So we both can't be it. So then we have to figure out what that looks like. So I think the responsibility just looks different. And that could be for mm. a number of different reasons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it shows different. No, no, you, today. you right. I, I got okay. a cousin. He, he's, he's much older than me and, uh, he's in his fifties, but I remember being at it like a tailgate. Yeah. And, uh, it was a couple young ladies out, you know, it was outside. It was yeah. like, as a matter of fact, it was a, it was a, like a concert, like a yeah. concert at Piedmont. He's out there. And, uh, it was a couple young ladies just kind of on the, off to the side smoking at the park. Mm -hmm. And he walks up to the young ladies. And then next thing you know, the cigarette is put up, they come back. And I was like, yo, like, what did you say to them? He was like, yo, those women shouldn't be over there smoking. And he's like, those women shouldn't even there be, be over long. So I told him to come over here, get something to eat. He got them all under the tent. And she was apologizing, came back to him and apologized, thanked him for, you know, hanging out with us, apologized for smoking in the park. And he was just like, my conversation with them is that's not what a woman should be doing. And it was a conversation. Now, this is the thing. I know some women Dude, that probably a feel a certain problematic. way. problematic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but what I meant was it's to the point to where you got the old players who think they're responsible for every woman. Sure. <laughs> right? And yeah. now you got... Guys whether just, right or wrong, whether right or wrong, right. And now you got guys that don't want to be responsible for themselves, let right. alone a woman. Yeah. And he, now let's let me actually talk about this. Let's talk about the chivalry a little bit. Yes. Because there's been a shift. I will. I will 100% agree that there has 100% been a yeah. shift. I even found myself like getting super like like I almost fell 100% out of chivalry when I was dating. Mm. Like I, this was years back when I was like really trying to like when I was on like you know return of the Mac when I was on that <laughs> I, I I found myself being on that and now as I'm getting a lot more serious the chivalry is returning yeah and I, when I'm thinking about that I just had this conversation with a young lady I think on both sides men and women I think we've neglected certain things that I think we both care about yeah I'm gonna give you a really really good example okay okay. Mm -hmm. The young lady I'm dating now. Okay. She'll get upset with me if she see me making my plate. Okay. She'll get upset with me. Sure. Like this is just not something that she like. She sit down. Yes. And I'm getting upset because I'm hungry. I want to eat right now. I'm like, come on, let me just sit yeah. down. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. And she gonna do. She gonna go about doing that. Sure. And I remember there was a transition with this happening. I remember even with my mom. My mom was raised by her grandma, which was a single mom, and then my grandma, my great grandmother, which also divorced and ended up kind of raising my grandmother alone. Mm -hmm. I remember there was this famous incident where we was at a cookout. Mm -hmm. um, my stepdad at the time, <laughs> who was dating my mom, mm -hmm. I was probably about seven years old. We was all in the vent together. Yeah. And the food, you know, and they just, you know, they pulled the a foil paper off the food at the yeah. cookout. It's ready to go. <laughs> Everybody's starting to get in line. Yeah. It's time to get it popping. Yeah. She's like, you know, babe, what you want? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I want this. I want that. I want this. My mom stands up. She goes over there so she can make the plate. Yeah. My great grandma at the table, she says out loud in front of everybody. She was like the matriarch of the family. She says out loud. She says, you don't make that man no plate. Ooh. She says it out loud, just like that. And it kind of froze everything. Yeah. Everybody kind of froze up. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. Like it was like a moment. But that moment was just indicative of kind of all she's probably been through. Sure. What she experienced sure. and everything else. Sure. And, you know, I think when you have people just kind of playing tit for tat over time yeah in this in this petty game that i think we're we're now in this petty space oh we in oh my god with men and women just bickering at yeah. each other yeah. and kind of just pulling like pulling more and more chips off the table to yeah. to protect That's what we what have yeah. we're trying to protect the little bit we yeah. have and not give or serve anything yeah. what ends up happening is we now get into this very selfish space yep 
that we're in today. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's like a t it took us a while to get here. Yeah. But we are in a very selfish space. And on your end, when you see chivalry, that was just a good example yeah. because I like my, yeah. I like I like my playmate. I like yeah. I, I kind of like those. Yeah. You know? And when <laughs> you talk about right. chivalry for you, what's some things that you see that's probably being neglected on your end? Um, what does that look like? Like, what does chivalry, what does look, chivalry like for you? look like for yeah, me? What does it look like? Uh, you know, I'm a simple woman in that way. <laughs> I, you know, I love just they opening your doors. I, you can't tell me no guys ain't opening your doors. That's happening. Oh yeah, but I had I had there was one that tried not to open a door. Well, I'm oh surprised. yeah, very surprised. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I don't know where he is right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how are we having that conversation? But of course, you know things like you know opening opening a door i'm a very affectionate um woman so i want my man to walk up on me i don't care where i could be in the kitchen i could be on the sidewalk i don't care where i want if he walked past me i want him to touch me that's just that's just how i am that's like that's that chivalry yeah, to me yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying i'm a i'm a conversationalist so i love you know a man that to me a part of chivalry is his conversation um with me is there kindness and warmth in in his voice those kind of things i love text messages, you know, throughout the day. I, I love calls throughout the day. That's chivalry to me. Um, small things like flowers don't, it's an mm. inexpensive, most women want flowers. A lot may not, but I'm one of those that do. So flowers and small get gas. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Listen, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. I, yeah. My car being like, these are, these are not, I ain't say a bag. I didn't yeah. say a trip. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Not that those things aren't great and that you can have them. But I think sometimes we, we underestimate the power of even small things that say, I'm mindful of you today. You know, is there anything that I can do for you today? Can, is there, is there any way that I can serve you today? Cause we think that serving is only in a certain capacity, but when you are with the person that you're with, it really is a level of servanthood. So to me, like it's those kind of things like yeah. surprises and, and, you know, let's stay in and just I'm a movie person so that's what I love to do I'm not gonna be at a at a club that type of thing I love movies I love traveling I love live music mm, you know what I'm right. saying so it's just being I think really chivalry to me is being mindful of you the a person. homebody for that's the very intentional. Hey, hey drop the Instagram <laughs> fellas y'all hit us go ahead and slide them y'all gotta, gotta get right y'all see what's going on right here I am I'm especially when it's raining. I'm very much because believe it or not, I really am an introvert. So I'm a pretty shy kind of person. I have a very extroverted calling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to show up as that. But after I'm done, I want to go home. Yeah, I want to be with my guy, whatever it is that I'm doing. And that and, and that's it. So I think it's just really being mindful um, and paying attention to the needs and the desires of the other person and just doing everything that you can um, to really offer that. And that's on both ends. I think women and men should do that. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. those. I, I, I don't know because all of the other things are typically the most publicized, yeah. like the bag, the nails, the hair, but all the things you talked about literally just takes intentionality. That's it. I think guys just skip over that because yeah. maybe they're forgetting that those things are actually yeah. very important. Yeah. I mean, the car wash and the gas. Oh, those my are, that's God. A, that's a classic. Hey, that's, that's a classic. That's we, a, we stuff for life. Yeah. That, hey, fellas, I ain't going to lie. You go ahead. You wake up. Listen. You wake up. You, you just say, hey, baby. She, she probably still got to be in bed yet. 
the cards outside. Just got washed. Baby. She go take something. He just walk away. Just walk away. Let me tell you something. ain't no walk away. Just give it right. 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 Now listen, let me say that somebody somewhere is saying, oh, that's the bare minimum. That's that's low level. Listen, to each its own. Mm. That doesn't mean that that is my highest space. I'm telling I'm saying for me again, there you know, we all love trips. We all love extravagant things. That's great. But what I'm saying is I think you can't miss out on the little thing. I believe God is in the details. And so it's just what you said. It's helping a person to know I'm paying attention. I'm watching you. I'm studying you. And even the smallest things that you love matter to me to the biggest things that you love matter to me. So, the, yeah. the little things, to be honest, and, and this is my personal opinion, yeah. I think those are more important. Yeah. Because if you do find, because women want a successful man, you yeah. do find a man with means, yeah. they could easily use the big things yeah. as ways to absolutely not that's do those right. things that you can that's do on right. a daily basis. That's so I, right. I like those. I think yeah. that's good. Game. That's and right. You, you know what? I actually want to ask this too, because we had somebody. Want to drop a poll? We, ha we actually had somebody. No, no not a poll. Okay. I, I want to uh, acknowledge a super chat that came in a while ago. Okay. When we were talking about values. Yeah. This was a really good question because I had something similar in mind. I have a close friend of mine, actually mentor. Mm -hmm. He's a brother. He's um he's a Muslim brother. Nice. And he married, and this brother is devout. Mm -hmm. Like he literally he prays five times a day. He's wow. not. He practices heavy. Yeah. Phenomenal business acumen. Sure. Phenomenal businessman. Me and Ryan are having an amazing dinner out with him. He got up from the dinner. That's right. In the middle of it, we like, where you going? He's like, hey, I got to I got to pray my kids before yes. they go to sleep. Yes. And this is this how yes. like no questions asked. Yeah. Like he's going to he's going to live it. And he married a woman who was a uh, Catholic. Wow. Actually. Wow. And when you we talking about that conversation of equally yoke, we actually had um someone in here peaches. Is peaches a member yet? Is Peaches, she better no, be a member. Peaches, 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 stop playing stop games. Playing. Join the family. Be a member. Okay? She has great questions. Always very engaged. Yeah. You're just All missing that final piece, the trifecta. We need you to join the membership, Peaches. She asked yeah. a good question. She said, can one of my spiritual sisters, my grand risings, my brother, <laughs> my uh, sage burning, oh, chakra believing. Yes. Oh, she said, Lord. can um, a spiritual sister marry mm. a Christian brother. Could that happen? Could that be equally, or somebody of, of a religion, and let's not even make it put in the box of Christian, somebody who's religious in general, would you say that they could have success and be equally yoked with those two differences in belief systems? I say that grown people can do whatever grown people choose to do. So you can do whatever you choose to do. But again, for me, I could not do it. So let me just say that. And I dated a gentleman before who was Muslim. Um, my mm. first time ever, absolute great experience. It wasn't a horrible experience. But at the end of the day, it could only go so far. I wasn't converting. He wasn't converting. Uh, mm. And so when it came down to marriage, family, and what that would look like, I'm a whole pastor. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it didn't work for me. So for me, I'm I'm going to, I can't say what is going to be successful or not for another person. I'm saying, again, it goes back to those core values, right? Um, do we believe the same thing? Are we going in the same direction? And how does that play out when we begin to plan for our future? Because let me say this. Mm -hmm. There are two Christians that can get together and they ain't equally yoked. Do you understand what that's I'm saying? Right, so right. It's, that's why I said I didn't even use 
Christian and Christian because I don't I think that we've made that the focus of it. And that's not always what it is. Again, you know, what does that look like when you bring families together? So I can't say, oh, it won't work if if one religion gets with another religion. Only you know that when you come together to make decisions for your life. But as for me in my house, I know that I have to have a, a man that believes, follows the principles of the Lord Jesus Christ, because I believe that that is what will work best for me. Mm. Man, that makes actually perfect sense. And I actually want to go on to the um to to the next portion of this conversation. We actually got one more super chat here. Yes, it, I mean that's that, a good that's a good super chat. I think it's gonna take us to the I think to the it's next. Gonna help yeah. Take us there because so go, this go is, ahead and read that one. Ryan. This is very interesting. So first, uh -oh. shout out to Lydia. First, shout out to Lydia where she says, "Listening from the UK, she's preaching wow. good." Yeah. And this hey thing of, UK. Hey UK in the house. And this thing we gotta hurry up and get this message out. Cause Lydia, Lydia she's gonna be falling asleep in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> it's bedtime over there right yes. now. So shout out to Only Goodness. She says relationships have been a hot topic since the nineties. Mm. Okay, my question, uh, Doctor Turner, is: Do you believe relationships are one of the main purposes of life? Mm. Um, do I believe relationships are one of the main purposes of life? So the Bible says when you know when God created Adam. He created Adam. He created all of these things that Adam would be created animals that Adam would name. There were so many things that Adam was doing, working in the in the in the garden. And then he said, it's not good for man to live alone. Right. And so I don't know if that people people contend whether or not theologically that meant marriage um, or what that looks like. But I do mm. believe you know what I mean? So yeah. people go back and forth about what that looks like. But I do believe that we were designed to live in relationship with uh, with others. I do believe that we are designed to live in community. Now, am I saying to you that that means that you have to have a husband or that you have to have a, a wife? I'm not because I believe everybody may not be called to that. But can you do life alone? You probably can. Should you do life alone? Maybe not. Mm. So I think that we are called to be in relationship with each other. You have to decide what capacity that is for you. You know what I mean? So it could be romantic relationships. It could be platonic. It could be whatever. Sachi? It could be a Sachi? It ain't never that. Y'all heard it here first. Listen, the Lord did not die on the cross. <laughs> hear ye, hear you. For you to be a side chick, he, did, he just didn't do it. The blood didn't one wrong. For you to be, <laughs> you know what? That is true. The Lord, He did not listen. He wants you to be a lot more than he that. He wants you to be a lot more than a side chick. No man. But see, the problem is, I find or that, a side dude, whatever. I, that. I find that if you get into a relationship with a woman, it's very hard for the relationship to ever have a hard stop. Most relationships that I have, when I have with a woman, if it don't end in marriage, which so far none of them have, they all will consider it as failure. In most cases, mm. and here's what I mean by failure: I mean they feel like they didn't get what they wanted out of the deal if they really had true feelings and emotions for me like i i've never met a woman who's okay with a glass ceiling on a relationship mm. you know like most women they want to get the ultimate prize they want to get that commitment sure so I, that's why it's, i see how it could be confusing in theology to f figure out if he meant marriage but if he didn't mean marriage which is the highest level of a relationship, I would assume. Right. Then and that mean it would be an, a, a relationship that is lesser, le with a lesser commitment, which I don't see a lot of women being happy 
with a relationship long term with lesser commitment, just in my experience. Right. So let me let me go back because I don't want the saints to say that <laughs> I'm not saying that God didn't intend marriage. What I'm for me, it is marriage. Yeah. So the end game for me is marriage. What I'm saying for someone else, there are people who have publicly said, I don't want to be married. So because they don't want to be married, are they not to be in relationship with anybody at all? I think that's that that's I question. think that that's to me, I think that that's foolish because again, I don't think that we are designed to do life alone. Does that mean that you are called to be a side chick? No. Does that mean that you are called to be something secondary in somebody's life? No, that's not all what I'm at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is that. You can be, you can have healthy platonic relationships. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even if marriage is not the end game for you. So I don't want to use that text to make everything about marriage and relationships because that's what we've done to people. We've put pressure on people to make marriage the end game when yes. that might not be what they're called to, but it doesn't mean that you're called to anything of lesser value. What I'm saying is you can still have a very healthy and robust life with a community of people that you love and it not and marriage not be in the equation for you. It doesn't have to always be either or, but I think the message is, oh, well, if it's not marriage, then you got to take what you can get. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's whatever your standard is and what you desire. For me, the end game is marriage. But I also realize that every relationship is not going to end in that. Mm. Maturity says marriage wasn't birthed out of this, but what was birthed out of it? What did I learn? What did I get from it? Maturity. And so, yeah, mach right. If there's no maturity in singleness, you don't need to even be thinking about marriage because the Bible says that, listen, marriage requires maturity. There's a level of maturity that you need to have in order to be married. So if you are devastated at the end of every situation because you didn't get married, then you got to reevaluate really why do you want to be married in the first place? Is it just to say that you are? What's your goals around it actually happening? Are you just looking for a ring, a wedding and somebody to just some somebody to just stand next to you so that you can say that they're there. But community doesn't have to mean that it's always romantic relationships and that it's always marriage. That actually perfectly segues <laughs> into a clip that we have had. Okay. Let me tell you, we had three prolific brothers on here, all married, mm. had a brilliant conversation. And we actually had a real go viral because what he stated was something that was pretty polarizing, upset mm -hmm. the men. Yeah. Upset the men. He stated that if a man does not achieve or it does not head a family through marriage, like if he does not get married and head a family, he cannot be a real man. He says, and this is what he stated. And actually, what I want to do before I give too much context, Delano, please. Right, you're going to tell you're going to say exactly what he stated. Let's see the clip. <laughs> Delano, please play the clips. Mute the mics, y'all. I'm going to let y'all watch it. And mute the TV as well because I want Dr. Carr and the family to see this. So I want you guys to see this because I want to get your opinion on this thought and this take. If a man does not achieve marriage, that he will never become a real man. He's, to me, you won't because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, our job is to create family. It's not possible. Wow. What do you get? What at, at the end of the day, if I never got married, if I never have a wife, family, building a legacy, anything else, I'm on this earth just to serve myself, get as much happiness, gain as much materialistic thing as possible, then die. What was that of me? Wow. Would you ever go on to?
at my funeral or put a a a, a, a mural up of me for that? Nope. Never. Nope. You would never care about that. But a man who sacrificed his whole life, a man who served others his whole life. Yo, the, the, I had the to mic back sure on we, we gotta we gotta make sure Dr. So, Turner see that one because that one hit the hit the soul right that there. That one there, if and I want to make sure I don't know if listen, my people that really rock with us, y'all remember when these brothers came on there and saw that, and you had all types of comments from the brothers mm. saying, you know, no, like you don't have to do that to leave a legacy. You can build a school to leave a legacy. You can I can still, you know, adopt children or what, what, whatever the case was. It was all these things. Yeah. And this was very interesting to me. And I wanted to hear your perspective. Do you think a man, and let's keep it at men in particular. <laughs> let's just keep it at men. Because I was about men. to shift this thing real quick. Oh, keep it on the men. Do you think a man can become his highest and best self if he never heads a, <laughs> heads a family? Don't ask me Ma this. I, I, no, just, just your perspective. Can a man be a man because he, if he, if he doesn't have a family, can he be, still be a man? Yes. The best ver and and let me add this in here, add the best version of himself as a man. That changed a little bit, right? That does change a little bit. <laughs> that's, Ooh, that's a tough hey, one. Hey, look, that's I'm a tough one. We I like the, that. We asked the tough questions like on Harvey's initiated I'm podcast speechless. because that's a tough one, right? I think my ego. Matter of fact, let's get a poll on that one. <laughs> let's get a poll on that one. So, guys, we're dropping the poll right now. Can a man be mm. the best version of himself if he never? <laughs> what the people in the chat ma say? Marries or heads <laughs> a family. And, uh, and, and and no, listen, I don't think anybody's gonna condemn me for this because I, I all of those brothers. Let me tell you, all of those brothers mm. were absolutely gun men of god yeah gun like all like they didn't even talk about this before the show yeah and they were all on the same page with this so they all agreed with him all agree with him really all of them were like absolutely because wow. they feel like there's just only certain places that you can go in your manhood only certain places that you can be developed sure through Having a woman by your side sure. and leading her and sure. leading a family. Sure. And not business, not leading a company. Sure. That's one thing. Sure. But leading a family in particular, the many yous, your reflection, all the way to the finish line. And mm. I've never heard that, but it was a, it was a, I'm telling you. It was a strong arm. I almost went home and made a family that night because they tried me up because I I was one of the guys that they was talking about. So, so listen, we got Do listen, we got Dr. Turner. We done had it for about 60 minutes. We, she's cracking up over there. We got over 500 people oh in God. the chat right now. Hey, in the first good. hour. Within oh the first God. hour. So this On is crazy. a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday you night. Oh, my goodness. And I just dropped that poll, guys. Let's try to get 200 votes on this poll. We need, matter of fact, let's try to get 250 votes on this poll. We want to get everybody engaged <laughs> on this one. Can a man be the best version of himself if he does not marry or raise a family, guys? You got two choices. Mm. Absolutely or absolutely not. So I want you guys to tune in. We already got 
70 votes on this thing. Let's get 250 votes. Once we Wait, get where's over trending to, right now? I kind of want to where's trending right now. Right, right now it's oh my what goodness. What does it say? It's, it's trending definitely not right now. Wow. It's trending definitely not. That but he cannot be. That he cannot be. The best be the best wow. It's I trending. am shocked right yeah. now. But we want to get a good sample size though. Yeah. We want to get a good. Let's get two, wow. let's get at least half of the people wow. to vote. Listen, if you're driving right now, do not pick up that phone. But if you if my ladies, if you're cooking right now, if you're cleaning right now, I want you to take some time preparing that meal for your beautiful oh, family. My Go ahead and answer Honestly, that poll. I'm going to ask this. I'm going to I think I got how you got to ask this question. I got it better. I, I got it. I got Thank a little you. trick right here up my sleeve. Right here. Pull it out. Pull Watch it out. this. Yes. If we could look at a template of two men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They've made it to the end of the journey. Sure. We're just looking at the stats. Sure. As a man. Yeah. I got one brother to the left, brother A. Yes. Brother A was very successful throughout his lifetime. Brother A built a very successful company. Sure. Brother A was respected by his um the members of his his company yes. loved him. Yes. Yes. He was respected, he employed a lot of people. He did some really good work throughout his life. Yes. Brother A was never married. Yeah. Brother A never had a family. Yeah. Brother A was, you know, had a couple women in and out. Sure. But woman, woman and family was never his. Right. That yeah. was never really his priority. Sure. Sure. Right. Sure. Brother B. Brother B was a hardworking brother. Sure. Brother B worked with his hands. Yes. Brother B was a brother that had about four kids, mm-hmm. put them all through school, had one woman, his entire lifespan, successful marriage. His woman would also call it a successful marriage. His children were also able to go ahead and create families of their own. Sure. Using and referencing their parents as the example. Sure. He was able to create a decent income for his family. Yeah. Not a huge business. Sure. But his kids are definitely on track to be very successful. Sure. If we're looking at Brother A and Brother B, and by the way, Brother B, he was very well respected by his community, sure. by his friends, sure. and his family. Sure. He was beloved sure. by these people. If you had to say between Brother A and Brother B, which one you probably have, don't shake your head left and right. <laughs> don't shake your head left and right. Between these two brothers, which one you probably have a bit more admiration for their journey, right? Which one is it? Is, is is there a brother in between? Listen, I I am a woman's woman. I am very much traditional, very traditional when it comes to marriage and certain things around that. Listen, I believe in being with your man and y'all building and doing amazing things. But I honestly would be speaking solely out of ego if I said that this man was better because he had a family and this one was not. I didn't say better. I can't. But that's that's (laughs) No, you said, would you have more respect for? Admiration. Right. More admiration. Y'all, they're going to kill me. I, I wouldn't be able to choose. I just because that's like saying on the opposite side of it, that's like saying, uh, a woman that can't have children 
or doesn't have children? Does she add lesser value to the world because she she can't have children or she chooses not to have children, right? Is one greater because one decided to have babies and another holds lesser value because she decided that she would not? I think that we all measure success differently. We okay. do. Do you know what I mean? And so to boldly say, I ain't going to say it. That, you know, and I listen, I'm and I'm telling you, I'm the woman who is like, listen, a woman is going to make life better. <laughs> it's going to be greater. Do you know what I mean? Right, and, I, right. and, I, and while I firmly believe that I am also not um, I'm not bold enough to say that someone has lesser value because how they choose to live their life is different. You said that having a family wasn't what he wanted to do. Why aren't we always trying to make people? That's a part of the problem. So if this man went out, got married a woman, he didn't really want to do it, but he did it because society said that that's what he should do. He then had children. He don't really want the children, but he did it because that's what society said he should do. Then say he he committed suicide under the pressure of hating a life that he didn't really want to have. Right now, now okay, let me ask you because you went crazy with that one. No, but we that's set fair. people yeah. up for failure. Do you yeah. hear what I'm saying? I get what you're saying? My thing is, listen, honor the man who chooses to have a wife and a family. Honor the man who decides that he may not. The problem is we trying to make people do things that they do not want to do. What is authentically real to you? No, let, me, let me tell you what I think the problem is. I don't know, Let's, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> First off, let me tell you, upset. you got the chat flamed up. They do, They like, brother A, brother B, brother A, brother B. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's, let's close out this poll before I make the next before I make the next statement, because we be taking, we be I'm holding sorry, the poll forever. Y'all, I just okay, so, I'm a, so the poll, I mean, the poll has only been out six minutes. Are you sure you want me to drop the poll? I think uh, how many still, people voted? We got 158 votes in. Yeah. Are we going to close the poll? How we going to close the poll? Can a man be the best version of himself if he does not marry or raise a family? We got some last minute votes coming in, but I'm going to end it here at 160 votes. 61% of the people says no. So now 61%. Check, check this out. I think the a, a bigger problem is when a culture creates people who don't want to get married. That's See, it. The thing about it is I don't know if there's a ton of men that on their just own divine wheel don't want to get married versus have heard so many horror stories yes. about marriage, yes. has so much fear built up about or marriage. Or come from a background mm. where marriage was a part of the context. Yep. So yes. a lot yep. of times we're asking people to do something that they don't even have a blueprint for. They don't, they hadn't seen it. They don't know how to do it. And that in and of itself can be intimidating, but we crucify people because they don't know they hadn't come from it. And people don't, there are many people who don't come from a background of marriage and they end up being successful. So that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is just what you said. We have to dig deeper as to why that is that is the, the case. I would 100% yeah. agree. And a yeah. lot of the brothers that I hear who are like, it's a, it's a lot of guys, unfortunately, yeah. who are anti-marriage. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's an entire and movement. It is, it is yeah. a yeah. growing yeah. number yeah. of men. And that's, to mm. me, that's frightening. That's more it's frightening. It's dangerous. Yeah, that's frightening. To a society. That's frightening. A culture... If you think about a nation, just from, if we think in macro level, if we had to build a nation of people, the nation that values marriage, family, having strong families and strong communities Absolutely. versus the nation who is so individualistic, they want to protect themselves, they're worrying about you taking advantage of me 
me taking advantage now, see, of when you. When you put it like that, it's different. You should have started like but see, that. At scale, but that's what, right. but that's what it seems like yeah, to me. Yeah. Because that mindset at scale is dangerous. Yeah. And I think that's what is probably most important when we look at these things at, at, at scale. Because unfortunately, again, when we talk about this mindset is growing, I'm we seeing in the comments all day, sure. these brothers are resigning from the the ideology that marriage mm. is something they should do. And it's yeah. being heavily promoted because divisiveness yes. is what grows campaigns, what yeah. brings in marketing dollars, it what makes social media proper, yeah. uh, popular. But the thing is, with it, it does make us less strong or less strengthened as a community. Yeah. And yeah. Um, absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think sometimes we have to step back, and I and I don't mean to over spiritualize in, in any way, nah, but, dude, I, but I can't help it. Um, I think when we start to have that kind of conversation, we have to step back and look at what is the strategy of the enemy in this. Mm. What is the end game of this? I don't want to get married. I don't want to move the community forward. I don't want. I don't want to have children. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? What is the end game of that? What happens? And it's just what you said. You you then if enough people do this, you then have communities begin to die off. Community be, communities begin to fall off. So it's what you said that selfishness and exploring what is the reason why you are choosing not to do it. Is it just selfishness? Is it just I want things in myself? Is it just that I want multiple people? Is it just, you know I think we have to really get to the core of why this is there, why it's being perpetuated, and what are the spiritual over and undertones of this. And it's working in the earth that's that's taking place. One thought, which yeah. is why, which is why, if I meet a woman and she tells me, Ty, I don't want to be married. Sure. I don't want to have kids. Sure. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag in it. Red flag. Red flag in it. Yeah. And here's here's the situation. Yeah. In my mind, I'm automatically going to what has she experienced that sure. brought her to this yep. place? What what has her family been through that brought her to this place? What was her previous previous relationships that brought her to this place? Because I just don't naturally feel like mm. as men, we naturally have the urge to have sex. Sure. The purpose of sex is to impregnate a woman so we can go about procreating to keep the world going. Like that's like I, it's built into in me to have that desire. Sure. That's built in me. Sure. And like we are incentivized so perfectly to do what needs to happen to keep the world going. Sure. And the thing about it is when I hear a woman who says, which is com the complete, the exact reciprocal of the man mm -hmm. who says, I don't want it, which ladies, that should be a red flag for you as well. There's some things going he on. He clearly says that. Yeah. I'm instantly thinking there's some trauma there that has either has not been unpacked. But I mean, obviously, she's automatically disqualified for me because that's something a legacy is, is very it's what you me. want. So, right. But so then are we saying that people just don't have the autonomy? Something has to be wrong with them for them not to desire. I can't even admit it. I can't even believe I'm saying this. It could be. Not, me not personally, I think more than likely it yeah. is just because of the way we are biologically constructed. Sure. Um, and, you know, the thing is, it's like, um, so it's the four the four chemicals in our body that determines happiness. It's like dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and Delano, help me out with the fourth one. But what scientific this is statistically proven or sure. scientifically proven that dopamine is the main catalyst to men's happiness, which is brought on by activity mm -hmm. and action. Mm -hmm. And oxytocin mm -hmm. is the chemical that's the main catalyst uh, for women's happiness, mm -hmm. which is brought on by connection. Yes. And affection. Yes. So I mean, if we're wired like that. Yeah. You know, I think it does mean that 
on some level, it is duty yeah. to bear children and raise family. So I'm not saying that something is absolutely wrong because you got medical things, you got exceptions, yeah. you got all kind of things. Yeah. But I do just think can't have children. Yes. <laughs> but I do think if any woman or man yeah. is out there and their current stance and let's say they are able to have kids, their current stance is I don't sure. want to have kids. Sure. I think and not in this season. Should, I'm talking about ever. Ever. Not in this season of my life. I don't want to have kids. I think that may be a signal mm-hmm. that they should probably meet you on Sunday. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I would love to just be like, oh, yes, I think that y'all are right. But I, you know, I think that again, you know, I think we attach so many things to people's decisions to do or not do something. I could say right now that I, that I've decided at this, I don't want to have children and and I'm okay with that. So what if I said, I don't want to have, I don't want to have children now for you, that might not work if you want to have children, but I could meet another man who's like, cool, I'm in a space where I don't want to have children either. But does that make me less of a woman because I, you know, because I haven't given birth or I've chosen not to have children or is it my trauma that, no, it could just be, that's just where I'm at. I don't want to pack no lunch pails. I don't want to pack no car. I'm not saying that that's the case, but I'm saying that there are more and more people that may make those choices for a number of of different reasons. That's all. It's going to continue. It's going to be more and more people continuing to make that choice. In China, actually, because Mm -hmm. they're having a problem with their birth rates, they have actually started incentivizing marriage. Yes. Just on a regular civilian level. Yeah. So I do think that means the truth is we cannot live in a world to me where we just nobody gets married. We just (laughs) I mean, I don't even I don't even know how that how that's going to work. I think I think that I think the challenge is much of what you said. So many people don't see the beauty of it um, and they think that beauty comes without work. Do you know what I'm saying? Comes without like it's just going to magically be great. There is nothing that you accomplish in this life that goes well, that you haven't put blood, sweat, and tears in it. So to think that marriages are mar- magically just perfect and it's not going to cost you anything to be to be in one, I think is just, is just insane. So I think a part of it is just this desire for perfection. I think a part of it is also this lack of patience that we talked about. Yeah. I think a part of it is... Uh, we live in this generation that is quick to abandon. We've learned how to leave, but we don't know how to stay. You know what I'm saying? We don't fully know how to invest. So I think it's a number. This is this is like a whole separate kind of this conversation. Is. This is a whole yeah. separate yeah. kind of yeah. conver- conversation. Well, it really you, is. You know, I told you we're like a surface level conversation. <laughs> That's true. We're going deep. We're going to the right person today, though. And then, and then I'm going to say this last part with it. You know, the Bible says, you know, when a man finds a wife, he finds favor. We have read that the whole time. You got to decide what you want to live your life with. Mm-hmm. You want to live it with faith. Oh, without. <laughs> oh, or you want to live your life without faith. You know faith. what? Let, let, let's talk about this. So wait, real quick. I can, can you hold that for a second? Listen, guys, I'm going to go. I'm dropping this in the I'm dropping this in the chat real quick, guys. I'm dropping the channel membership. I'm going to drop it three times. I'm going to spam y'all with this because we need your support for the YouTube channel, especially when we get wonderful guests like Dr. Turner dropping these gems, guys. And I'm going to do a favor for everybody because I know I'm a little late on some of these things. We got some super chats that came in. Shout out to Jess Green. She says, yes, she is so right. Absolutely right. Shout out to Ikene who's sitting over his super chat. Ikene, I'm going to leave that. Yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm I'm not even going. He says, 
She said that's in my household. Wrong statement. So we got Akene. Oh, He's like, he, he reading everything you're saying. He reading I, everything you're saying. As for me in my house, Akene, right now it's just me. <laughs> right. Relax a little bit. See, right. but that's the problem. That's the problem, oh, right? Okay. That's the problem okay. right there. Okay. We want to take every little thing and be offended by something. People can't even, you you can't even have your own thoughts or opinion without somebody picking up it apart. Mm. Like, Kenny, relax a little bit. For me right now. They <laughs> do the same thing to me. Yeah, they do the same thing to me. Now you done got on my nerves, Kenny. <laughs> Wherever you at, you done got on my, you done got on my nerves, right? Because don't nobody pay bills at my house but me. Ooh. So right now it's my house. When I have a husband, then it changes. So Settle down. What you gonna do? Blame it to Mike. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna pay some bills, brother? Settle down. Hey, Kenny, pay, pay I don't even want his bill payment because he didn't already got on my nerves. <laughs> no, Kenny, Kenny oh. send that super chat in. Let us know. Let us know what you work with. Let us know what you work with. Probably missed out. He's doing too much. Shout out to <laughs> Althea. Shout Althea asked me. She says Paul the Apostle was the best version of himself. Was he married? Wow, that's a good question. Jonathan what, Adams what, went in there too. You, you seen up? that one? Yeah, Jonathan J A. He says you cannot be your best version of yourself without family. It changes a man completely. He gains even more favor with the Lord. That's mm-hmm. a different level. Thanks. And um, we got Myrna. Shout out to Myrna. She says I am a senior. And even for me, this is enlightening. Wow. Thank you, brothers, for always bringing the heat is needed. Love your guest. She's amazing. God Thank bless you. you and your journey. Much love, man. And uh, we got a couple questions coming in. Guys, we got the questions flooding in. Keep sending in your super chats. This is what I got to do, guys. We almost at 600 in the room. Wow. This is just for the members. I got to show the members love, guys. So I am going to have to make the chat members only oh my goodness. i just did that only for some time because i know y'all want to get involved but this is the thing i got to figure out a way to get y'all to join the membership so check this out though because this conversation is gonna be good so i'm happy with members only i called up uh dr turner today because <laughs> let me tell you dr turner got so much range i mean she's has she got such a background i was doing research on just all the things she's done i'm like what are we about to talk about because we could talk about anything I gave her the idea and I said, yo, Dr. I want to talk about this Proverbs 31 woman. We didn't look, we done brought it up a couple of times. We never really went into it. She was like, Ty. Now we're gonna get into that. Okay. okay. I ain't gonna tell them your point of view. Yeah. I want yeah. I want to kind of go into that. Okay. Well, first of all, before we even do that, can you give our audience, especially for the people who's sure. newly introduced to what a Proverbs 31 woman is. Yeah. Can you kind of break down yeah. what that Proverbs 31 woman is? Yeah. Well, one, I want you to just go read, right? Yes. I want you to go read about Facts. who the Proverbs 31 woman is. But um, she was a wife. She was a woman who moved in um, the marketplace. She, you know, added to her family. She was brilliant. She did business. She So she was incredible. And what she has really been used as uh, is a model of what a virtuous woman looks like. And so um, really in Christendom, she has been made, you know, just this, the template she of is the, the ultimate yes, woman. She is the template. She is this iconic um, figure. She's a mother. She's all these wonderful things. And so uh, when we started to, t- to talk about it, while I honor uh, very much so and respect uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, I think there are some things about it that can be a little antiquated. Hit the horn um, on that, right? You got to hit the horn y'all. on that. <laughs> 
think it can be a lot a little antiquated because like here and again not every woman will get married right not every woman will bear children so then does that mean she is not virtuous does that mean that she does not add value to her community does that mean that she she can't stand at a gate because that's what that's what the proverbs 31 woman does yeah. you know what does that mean and so i think we have to be very careful um while it can be inspiring and she's empowering on a number of, of different levels uh because you can you can extract things from her from your life uh, that may not require you to have everything, but I think it's dangerous um, when we make people the model. I, I don't know if God said this is who you need to be. I think she is one person, uh, one woman in the biblical text that is highlighted that does all of these things, but I think somebody said this is who we all need to be, and so she became a model. For me, the Proverbs 31 woman is not my favorite woman in the biblical text. Mm. It's actually Queen Vashti. It's actually uh, Deborah. Those are two of my of my favorite. Now, some people will will say, "Why in the world would you would you like Vashti? She was rebellious against her husband." You know what I mean? They put see that, see that, see that, see that, see that. They, they, you know, they put her out. But I love Queen Vashti. If you've ever uh, read the story, you know her husband, who was the king at the time, was having uh, this party, and this party went on for weeks. So it was very lavish. They were drinking, they were eating, all of this type of stuff. As a part of it, the king wanted his wife to come out so that he can show her to the men who have been drinking with him. So imagine men drinking for um, a, a long period of time straight, eating all of this stuff. He wanted to come out and at this time men celebrated uh, separately from women. So the queen and the women were having their own celebration. The men were alone. He called her out, wanted her to come. And when you, when you really look in context at this time, what he wanted her to do, he wanted her to come and parade her beauty naked in front of the men who have been drinking all of that time. Well, when she rebelled against him and said, no, she is not coming. The men gathered and said, now, listen, you the king, this the queen, your wife telling you she not going to come out and do what you told her to do. We got to figure out how to get rid of her because if I'm paraphrasing y'all, I'm using the message version. Because <laughs> right. if we don't, then other women will notice this and we're going to start having these same issues. And so eventually they got rid of Queen Vashti, they got rid of her. So we often talk about Esther, but we don't talk about Vashti. There would have never been an Esther had there never been a, a Vashti. And so to me, I love her because although the story didn't end the way that many biblical stories end in, it's like a happy ending. We don't hear anything else about Vashti. I love her because she was a woman who was not willing to play the game. Even at the hand of having to push back on a system with her husband, who is the king at the time. You know what I mean? That that was something that was unheard of that most women wouldn't have done. It's mm. a wonder that she didn't die at the time. Mm -hmm. But but that's who I love. Not to take away from the Proverbs 31 woman, who again is amazing. But my point is there are many other women in the biblical text. Deborah was a politician. Deborah was a warrior. Deborah was an intercessor. Deborah was uh, so highly regarded and respected uh, that Barack, who was 
who was at the time uh, over the armed forces would not even make a move without her, um, without her okay, without her saying, yes, I'll go. So you have women here again who she's multifaceted. She, she was married, right? Um, she was multifaceted. She was in the political space. She was a spiritual woman, uh, all of these different things. But this is another aspect of who a woman is. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. there are there are various uh, looks at different women in the biblical text that we can uh, take things from or model ourselves after. I just don't know if every person can meet this standard of perfection that we've made the Proverbs 31 woman have. So... No, let me, we'll, we'll and, keep okay, let's get it. <laughs> and let me say this. Let me let me just say this. Go ahead. Long before <laughs> we get to Proverbs 31, there is Proverbs 20. I want to say right around verse six and seven. I could be wrong. So before the Bible says who can find a virtuous woman, it also says who can find a faithful man. But see, we deal with 31, but we never address Pro Proverbs 20. There was a faithful man before there was a virtuous woman. Mm. So I think, you know, we I think we got to look at that as well, because oftentimes the standard is for the woman to be virtuous and perfect. But there is no no standard and accountability oftentimes taught even from the pulpit about most people never bring up that particular part of a text of who can find a faithful man because there is this innate understanding that men can't be faithful that men can't be integral that men can't be honorable which we know i believe is a lie i don't believe all men are cheaters i don't believe all men are not integral i don't believe all men are foul i just don't believe that but because it's we preach more about what women should be and less about the standard since we're talking about the Bible, right. that the biblical text has offered for a man, then the onus is always on a woman to show up as this virtual, pristine, perfect being, whereas we give passes to men because we bypass mm. that faithfulness and we go right to who had the most wives and mm. why we justify that. That's huh? that's true. I think me and Tyshawn spoke about that earlier. Yeah. Whereas guys, it's um, even... Even the virtuous guys, when they look at young men kind of doing the wrong thing, even it's still not that level of accountability, I think, is always there. Absolutely. And um, it's almost like, hey, I understand you're a young player. I used to be like that. But it's kind of like this level of acceptance, almost as Absolutely. if this person has time. Absolutely. Like you can go out as a man. You can go out. I think a lot of us choose that. Like we know where we want to be. Yeah. We want to be that man. Yeah. But we think, hey, since we have this time and since there's no repercussions in terms of mm. the relationship, the future relationships and how we're qualified by women later, wow. that we can kind of go out and play in the streets. Yeah. And then once we kind of get tired of that, we can come around and all of a sudden <laughs> choose virtuality. And see, and what we also talked about was women are now like men and women have the exact same mindset because mm. I feel like women also have now like it's like they've also adopted we, we want to be I hot agree. girl summer. Yep. Like. Like we want to be outside. We want to have fun. Who sure. want to get married right now? Sure. Let's play. Sure. Let's have a good time. Sure. Everybody has the mindset. We're going to be responsible later. Mm. Let's get money. Let's have fun. Let's be immoral. Let's have sex. <laughs> no, facts. True. Yeah, like, yeah, all, yeah. All, all of our fun is immoral. Yeah. All of our fun is in the club. Mm. All of our fun. I mean, who's having wholesome fun? 
Wow. I mean, can uh-huh. anybody even describe a few wholesome fun activities in the chat right now? Yeah. Not yes. many. Hookah ain't wholesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's unlimited, not. Unlimited, <laughs> unlimited mimosas ain't wholesome. It ain't wholesome. Okay? It ain't wholesome. So, I mean, if we if we just keeping it real, that's, yeah. that's just the reality of where our culture sure. has gone. Sure. And, I, I mean, you, it's, 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 it's dangerous on both sides. But going back to us talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. I can see what you're saying. Can you now? Because you know what I think about? It's almost like think about it like this. It's like the Bible is full of these, like these these characters, these avatars, these stories, these people. Almost look at almost like they like you know how comic books like the Marvel series. They got all of these people with all of these backgrounds and stories yeah. that kind of built up to all of these people got their strengths and their weaknesses. Absolutely. They've all been through these things. Absolutely. But we've kind of pulled this Proverbs thirty one woman. It's like. It's like almost like Superwoman. Like yes. she's like the one who's yes. probably the most perfect. Yes. The most perfect of yes. all. Probably the most multifaceted. And we say, you know what? We like her. Yes. Now, this is the thing. And I can see how that can be intimidating because I also did some research on a Proverbs 31 woman, especially after we had that conversation, mm-hmm. doing some research on just who she is and kind of the makeup. And I ran into some blogs of some other uh, other women saying that they are just generally intimidated by wanting to be held to that standard because she just was that dynamic. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I went ahead. I'm reading. Mm -hmm. I told you the Mm -hmm. purpose and power of men by Dr. Miles Monroe, Mm -hmm. by the way, my favorite spiritual teacher of all time. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you Mm -hmm. that book, I have to read it. I've not read it. I have to read it. It highlights such the, you talk about pressure. Sure. He's like, bro, as the man, you're the foundation of society. Mm. You are to be a master teacher. Mm. You are to be a master leader. Mm. You are to be the cultivator of your entire family and community. And your family is not enough. You need to get to the community. You are to be a servant to everybody around you. And by the way, if anything happens wrong in society, it's your responsibility. Mm. Oh, oh man, wow. Eve ate the apple, your fault. That's right. You got the instruction. You're the one that's supposed to hold. That's right. Everything around is your responsibility. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. I think the duty and responsibility on both ends are really great. And what I will say is I can understand if you can have some preferences, but if your preference is that I like this woman because, you know, this other woman was still absolutely great and still massively, it's still a lot to look up to. Sure. And I just like her because I can see myself a little bit more on her. I can sure. see my greatness a little bit more on her. Sure. I can respect that. Sure. If your reason for not wanting to rock with any even whether it's somebody biblical or not sure is because you're intimidated at their greatness yeah i don't don't, that is i think that could be dangerous i think she can be intimidating to people but hear this in my current state what i do who i am how i operate i am not a proverbs 31 woman Mm. i'm not married I don't have children. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm automatically eliminated from 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 this idea of who 100%. she is. So I'm not I'm not even qualified 
based upon if this is the model ideal woman. So if I never get married, if I never have children, so this isn't about me picking and choosing right. who I think I'm more comfortable with. It's not that. It is when 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 I need to go read in the text where God says, this is who I want every woman to be. <laughs> I didn't read that. That that's not that's not that's not what I've read. Do you know what I'm saying? I get it. And so it's not, it's not. Um, I don't admire her because I'm just so intimidated by her. I think that how she has been lifted can be intimidating, but here, here it is. So then what is the, what is the ministry to me then, since I cannot be her currently, and maybe I don't know if I can ever be her just based off of the qualifications that it takes according to the, to the Bible. If this is who we have to be. That is what I'm saying. Here again, we isolate a whole, there are always reasons to find ways for why women cannot excel. This is another reason to say, oh, you almost made it. You're great. You do well in business. You got all these degrees. You so phenomenal, but girl, you ain't got no husband. You Mm -hmm. don't have no children. So it's another way to say to women, you almost made it, but here again, you're not quite there. So I get it. I get, I get the love around who she is. I get that it can feel intimidating, but what I'm saying is who made her the model? She is one woman in the biblical text that we talk about. And here again, let's say, even if, even if she was, you know, this is who we all need to be. I'm disqualified. So does that mean I stop preaching? Does that mean I stop leading people? Does that mean I stop teaching people? Because now, am, am, am I a hypocrite? Am I unable to speak to who she is? Because I'm missing two of the major um, elements of what makes a Proverbs 31 woman. And I just don't want women to find another reason to disqualify themselves from anything good. I don't want there to be another reason why we have to feel like we are less than. So whereas you are looking at it as a means of intimidation, I'm looking at it as a as a measuring stick to say, you've not made it again. And we have enough things in this world telling Black women that we are not enough. We have enough things that tell us we're not beautiful enough. We're not intelligent enough. We can come with every qualification to the table, but because we're missing this or that, then we don't make it. And I don't want, I don't want that to be it. So that's where my passion lies around it. So it's not to take away who she is or women who have all of those things, love you, celebrate you. That's great. But I don't know if that's still the model of perfection. Mm. We gotta let that one. Is, can we let that one breathe for a second? Super chats. We go got to the, the people. Oh my Just go gosh. to the people. So the super chats go, go to, to the, the people. people. <laughs> go to the Quick people. commercial break. What, right? the people, what the people say? It's flaming right now. Honestly, the people. This, yeah, this is. Yeah, I mean, the people. Donna the Turner, you listen. This conversation has been extremely enlightening. I oh my goodness. And, uh, yes. Real quick, shout out to Naomi who sent over the super <laughs> sticker. Shout out to the original J-Lo who sent over, she says, Oprah, enough said. First <laughs> That's off, all she said. Listen, you better be doing, you better be doing something on some Oprah level. You better not be working at working Come at on, HR Oprah, talking about some Oprah. <laughs> so shout out to her. Shout out to um, so we got a few of them. 
Shout out to Kenneth who sent a, a, over another chat. He kind of taking it easy. He says, it's a man's nature to spread his seeds. And Kenneth, I rock with you on that. Let's do this. <laughs> Shout out to some of the members because Shy, I'm going to do Shy's super it's chat next. They love it. We're going to go to a super <laughs> chat. Shy, I got you coming. Real quick, guys, shout out to Brenda Muima. Shout out he to is. CL Reed. He he's not, he a toxic. I like that. We need, we need that. We need a little toxicity in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. <laughs> shout out to Bo J. Shout out to Anastasia Park, a.k.a. Anna. Shout out to Brittany Striving in Purpose In. The reason I want to shout out to her because she was already a member. Oh. She upgraded from a supporter to a loyal supporter. Come on. And, and listen. When you upgraded mid chat, yeah, that means we're going crazy. Uh, hey, we're going all, crazy. Listen, I, all, of, listen, all of my ladies in here, I need all my ladies to be loyal. Okay, <laughs> if y'all not a loyal supporter, I'm questioning your character. Okay, <laughs> loyal supporters only, ladies. Come on now, don't Yo, settle. Real quick, shout out to Shy because Shy just goes crazy when she when Shy sent over a super chat. Oh. She need this answer. She need this answer. So the question is, uh -oh. she says. Loving your insights, Dr. Turner. Any thoughts on how the church mm. has failed young people mm. when it comes to love and relationships? Yes. Ideas like those in I Kissed Dating Goodbye and Purity Culture yep. Generally. Yep. You familiar? Mm. What, what, what is that? Yeah. So just to kind of a high, high level look, there's been this movement of purity um, around purity culture okay. where, you know, young people are deciding to, um, there's this movement to keep them to abstain from sexual activity. I did not know that. But the challenge is, challenge, the problematic part of that is not that they just choose to abstain, but there is also this thought that um, they are, uh, that they are elevated, they are holier. Uh, it can almost feel very um, cultish. You, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And I don't know if while we're teaching them what abstinence is, that we're also helping them to understand the general dynamics of their body. And I don't, I feel like a, a lot of times, maybe not all groups, but there are instances in purity culture where um, sex is just demonized altogether. And sex is not, in, in my view, evil. I don't think that that's how God made it. And the church, though, has not done a great job of helping folks understand uh, what abstinence uh, looks like, what celibacy looks like. And when engaging in sexual activity, what does that look like in a healthy way? Mm, do you know what I'm saying? I do. We didn't really get into sex. I don't know if that is even a part For, of the question. Listen, that's, not, not, listen, that's a whole nother episode. Because <laughs> I would love to get into that with you. That's a whole nother episode. But, but I, will, I will say this. Um, the church also has not done a good job with just helping people understand the dynamics of their body body and that natural inclination of what to do when you're horny or, or, or what to do when you're sexually aroused. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't think I ever heard a pastor say horny. It, <laughs> no, you have. You yeah, have. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, I love it though. We haven't, taught, we haven't taught people what to do with it without condemning them. Do you know what I'm saying? And there are naturally things that arise in your body. God made our anatomy, every part of who we are. So to demonize it without um, giving redress to it in healthy ways is just not good. When a woman gets in their 40s, you know what I'm saying? Our sex drive increases. Do you up. know what I'm saying? So how do you speak to a woman? Here we go again. At 20. Listen, that's what I'm saying. So, but how but but in the church setting, how do you speak to a woman that might be in that stage of her life where her sex drive increases? She's not married, 
And what do you tell her? That she has a demon, that she needs to go fast and pray? No, that is a natural part of her body. And so I think that there is a way to honor the Bible in terms of celibacy, abstinence, whatever that looks like for you. But there's also a way to have the, the a healthy conversation around it that helps us to address our humanity in the process of it. But see, that's 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 where it can get tricky because can. God, because guys also leverage. You, you see my toxic Akene in the chat. Shout out to toxic Akene in the chat. Oh my goodness, to, what has like, he said now? Because, because I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to use that too because men, we got testosterone pumping through us. I'm creating sperm cells right now as we speak. Right, everything <laughs> in me is built Help and designed it. to get. I can get a, I can get a lot of women pregnant this week if sure. I really wanted oh to. Oh my! Oh, right? don't do that. I won't do that. Yeah. Because it's please, not, that's bad for our business. My, my nature, <laughs> right. my nature can do that, but the self mastery, absolutely, of me as a man, right? The divinity in me, right, controls and tames these urges, right? So, no, this goes to my question now, yeah. too, because I see you ready about you about to pounce on me right now. She, <laughs> she like, <laughs> I'm asking, what's like, how how does that? I, I get biology plays a part. How do we balance that though? How do we balance the self mastery aspect? Us you know, obeying and this, this righteousness that sure, we need to sure, sure. while still being able to balance that is, is there a middle ground or is it just black and white? You don't, if you ain't married, don't have sex and this and that, like it, it, it doesn't get gray. Well, I think for a lot of people, you know, it, they live in the gray. So I think, <laughs> listen, they dwell, they didn't, they didn't buy homes. <laughs> In the gray. Um, what, what I'm, when I say that the church doesn't, has not done the best job of having the conversation around um, sex and humanity is not me dismissing discipline. That's not, that's not what I'm offering. What I am saying, though, is you can still honor the, huma the divinity in yourself and be disciplined if you're, let's use, for instance, if you're not married and you are abstaining um, or you're, uh, yeah, you're abstaining from um, sexual incourse be uh, intercourse because of that, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine, but it doesn't, you, you can't deny what your natural urge might be. Right. The problem is we want people to deny what the natural urge is rather than educating them on what it is. You cannot demonize something that is naturally a part of, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the human process, that is what I'm saying. Now, now we are able through the power of the Holy Spirit to bring those things under subjection, right? When they rise up, there, there are different things that we can do to discipline ourselves so that we, that, so that we are not led by our flesh and we don't respond to everything in our flesh because let's move away from sex for a minute food can be another issue oh, do you know what i'm saying so it's not we spend a lot of time thinking that we just <clears throat> demonize sex but we don't demonize food ain't nobody saying put that hamburger down ain't nobody's ain't nobody saying don't don't eat that today do you know what i mean so it's really just discipline up across the board yep. and being filled um and aligned with the holy spirit enough to know that when these things come if i'm eating am i eating because i'm hungry or am I eating to fill a gap because I'm depressed? I have anxiety. It's really getting to the core of what it is so that I can address the core so that I will then know how to respond. To me, it's no different with sex. But what we do with sex is we make sex evil without helping people to understand that it's not. It's a part of the human process. But just because it's a part of the human process doesn't mean that I have to respond every time I have an urge because then that makes me a reckless and undisciplined person. Yep. And there are consequences that follow that. I just feel like it has to be a both and conversation. And I don't know if we've always done that. Can, can I get in your business a little bit? What? 
<laughs> because I, you know the conversation we, we, we understand we understand the conversation of premarital sex sure now you in a postmarital situation is that a word it's i just made it up postmarital i just made it up i don't know could be so you you were married yeah no longer married no. at this point no and do the same rules apply do the same rules apply <laughs> Of abstaining, of celibacy. Lord, you know, can you can, can, can you kind of wiggle around no. a little bit? You know, they, they, they listen. We fall down. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I wish because the same question comes oftentimes with like seniors because a lot of people don't know that the that the STD numbers for senior citizens are very very high. What? Oh, they be getting it in? Wow. Yeah. Oh, numbers for uh, senior citizens actually. are really uh, no, that's... it's not they're living their life nothing is right but <laughs> right but, the disease part right, not the, 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 no, disease, part. the disease right, right. they're not dead you know what i mean but those numbers are high because oftentimes people believe that once you get to a certain age it's just like all bets up all oh, bets off you need me to scoot you in uh, no uh, oh yeah i think my love i'm chivalrous my, I, i'm chivalrous <laughs> listen, see look i see, will push that chair in listen, listen, in the, the middle of the show I'm rolling back see right? now they don't they don't know before you continue dr turner see they don't know see because we don't have the soundproofing guys Guys, yes. we can't move more than a fist <laughs> length away. And this thing, we want Dr. Turner to be as animated yes. and, and know, enthusiastic and as possible. Away. So please send those super, super chats in so we can get the soundproofing and she can do backflips and talk at the same time. Okay? <laughs> so Dr. Turner, please continue. Well, go ahead. So, no, so, I, so I say that to say that oftentimes, you know, people think with age or, I'm going to use your word, what is it, post-marriage? Post-marital. Post-marital life. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, you get a pass. You don't. You know what I mean? I'm, I can only speak for myself. You know, you don't. So it's I think it's more difficult because I am a I am acquainted. I, bah, 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 bah. I'm acquainted with, <laughs> with intimacy. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't like I've never experienced it before. I was a whole wife. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think it's much harder. She had, had a tree of knowledge. <laughs> she done bit that fruit. You know, so, so, you know, so it's much different because you, you know, you don't miss what you have Absolutely. never had. But when you, when you have had that level of intimacy to then have to come out of it. And if, if the principle that I live by is to abstain from marriage and, uh, from abstain from sex, I'm getting tongue tied until marriage, then that's how you live. But but your body doesn't forget. Do you know what I mean? But again, there's a different level of discipline that you have to operate in because I can't say, oh Lord, I was married. Now I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and, right, and do, whatever. do whatever. So wow. That was your question. So, okay. so I don't know if y'all noticed this. When Tyshawn asked some tough questions, he would literally sit there and look into the, he, the soul he of the does. guest. He does. He will not, he really he will does. not remove he his eyes. Flinch. I, I mean, but because these are real, like the questions that I asked, by the way, and for those of y'all who know and watch this show, y'all know we ask some real questions. So I ask questions that I, I think I about it. my questions yeah. well before this show. And the added inspiration during the show, so I genuinely want to know the answers. Yeah, no, no, I don't, questions. and I and I don't mind you asking it, but it's a real thing. And I talk, um, you know, often about, particularly in my in my field of work, when I went to to seminary, there was no class that taught me what to do with my body after I preached. 
after I've poured out to people and what a natural response to that is. It's, I know it's some pastors, some ministers, some elders in the chat. If y'all in the chat and y'all single, I just want y'all to put up some, put some hands up if you know, what, if you know, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But, but they didn't teach me on what to do when I'm depleted in, in that moment. Um, and when you've poured out in that moment, now there are lots of people that can go home and make love to the person that they're that they're married to. That's a way to replenish yourself. But for a person like me who who cannot right now have that option to do that, I have to find other ways to insulate and refuel myself. Otherwise, I might find myself oh. in a situation that is very detrimental and unhealthy. A lot of spiritual leaders, I'm shifting for a minute. A lot of spiritual leaders um, fail, have moral failures, particularly in this area. And I'm not saying all, I'm saying some, yeah. um, because they poured but didn't know how to refuel. They, they, they gave but didn't know what to put to refuel or put back into themselves um, that left them depleted. And when you are operating in a very depleted space, you make decisions oftentimes that are always not in your best interest. So you can be in those moments led by your flesh and you can make decisions that can alter the course of your life if you are not careful. So that's in any field, but I'm speaking specifically because oftentimes people go, well, oh, do you deal with this? Yes. Am I a woman? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? It is a real thing. The Bible says you put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I got to put him on every day when it when it comes to that. Do you know what I'm I saying? It. it has to be a conscious decision that I make. I'm not approved. I'm not any of that. I've been married before. So I feel what that feels like in my body. I turned 43 this year. And so life is happening. Do you know what I'm saying? I get it. And so you figure out how to, look at his face. You figure out how to navigate <laughs> yeah, and move Both of them don't drop that age. That's all I, smiling I, I, at that I one. I don't mind. It's, I'm good with it now. Everything about her just <laughs> is, is just exudes confidence. Listen, yes. I'm good Everything. with it now. I'm good with it. But, so, mm -hmm. no, I, I'm so sorry because yes. I, this is so good because <laughs> a lot of women in this chat fake celibate. Okay. They've been trying to be oh celibate. Oh my God. <laughs> They've been, they've, been, a fact. A fact. they've been trying to be celibate for a long time. They know they ain't got no business screwing the guy they screwing right now. And they just using, as my guest said on the, on the last uh, show, they're just pretty much masturbating. What, 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 what did he say? He said masturbating. With, he, with he, bags with flesh of flesh? Bag. Yeah, bags of flesh. With bags of flesh with these individuals. Not much intimacy. No plans of doing anything. We just having sex because we have these urges and we're not properly managing it. So with you, and it's so... Like interesting because you're a pastor and pastors got so much pressure on them, sure. so much moral and social pressure. Sure. People are just regularly putting you on a pedestal. That's why they're asking you, do you even have these urges? Does your body work how my body work? Does. Like the fact that they're even asking you that yeah. just show how they view sure. you as almost uh, unfortunately like a deity. Please, because I, I ain't the deity. No. So I want to know, <laughs> how do you not, like give the ladies some practical things Listen, I that you do. <laughs> To manage them urges so they could go from fake celibate to real to real celibate. Oh my God. First of all, I like, I don't I don't listen. I'm tongue-tied again. Y'all ain't got me. Y'all ain't got me more than once tonight. And, I, and I'm typically pretty quick with it. Y'all didn't got me once you know, every again, everybody is different. All I can say, you know, for for myself, every day it's a you make a you make a decision. Let me let me say this. Uh, let me be transparent and say this. Um, 
if for the goal for me, it's marriage. I desire a husband. You know what I mean? I desire a family construct in that way. And that's what I want to have. Um, when I personally have stepped outside of the model of abstaining, it hasn't ended well for me. It hasn't worked well for me. So a lack of obedience for me in that area has not yielded the desired results that I desire to have. So for me, that is that honestly at this stage in my life is what helps me and mm. what keeps me. Doesn't mean that the urges are not there, but at this point in my life, I've made enough mistakes that I truly want the will of God for my life. And so if that is what honors him, even though it is difficult for me, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> Uh, is this mic? Is this mic on? Even though it may be difficult for me, do you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, um, I want to be aligned with the will of God for my life. And if this is a if this is a sacrifice that I have to make um, for me to ultimately get you know to the thing that I desire, which is a husband and a family. Again, it works differently for everybody, but for me, that is what keeps me. So I work out. I try to stay busy. You look good, Doctor um, Care. I ain't gonna lie. Agree. They agree. only see top half. The whole body agree. look good, y'all. I would do my shot, but I gotta get right with God first. Right? <laughs> so as soon as I get right, I'm you coming for you. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate it. But you know, I I try to stay active. I try to stay busy, and it doesn't mean that that don't come up. Cold showers don't work for me. It might work for other people. It doesn't work for me. I'm not laying in my bed with the Bible either. Do you know what I'm saying? But I also, in those moments, can have a real conversation with God to say, now, listen, either you're going to send him or I'm going to the streets. It's going to be. He's a very No, but, but, but I think you can be honest with God about where you are and what it feels like for you. And you can say, God, help me. Mm. Seriously, because some days that's what you have to say, Father, help me. I want to honor you. But right now, this is what I'm honestly feeling in my in my flesh. You know, help me control this. You you're reading your Bible, you're praying all of these are all practical things outside of, um, you know, being in community. You might have a friend that you text SOS. You know what I mean? Like where they hold you accountable. Do you know what I mean? If this is what you desire to want to walk in, you have people that hold you accountable that you can be transparent, you can be naked with to say, hey, today- Not literally I'm naked, a, not literally, not naked, literally but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, today I'm having I'm having a moment. Yeah. Pray for me. Do you know what I mean? I need you to hold me accountable to this so, so that so, I can so do let this. So let me ask you this, because that, that was a good one, y'all. Community is always yeah. a really good way to hold you accountable just about anything you want to do in life. And- and let me say this. Hold on. Okay. And if you if you fall, don't wallow in that. Get up, repent, learn, and and move forward. Do you know what I'm saying? For some people, it's not going to be perfection um, overnight. There might be times where you make mistakes. Do you know what I mean? Get up, move on from it. If and, at first and you don't going. succeed, <laughs> dust yourself off and try again. Therefore, baby girl. there is now no condemnation. So listen. And 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 better use condoms. So. <laughs> no, that is not what I Means shame. You don't say that. No, because see, this gonna be a clip, and I don't want nobody. <laughs> don't like that. Uh -uh. Don't like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. Real, real quick, before you move into the next thing, Ty, because the super chat is just going crazy. So, yeah, shout out to. I mean, they really like. We might need you to come back Monday because this is good. So, this is good for the economy. This is stimulating the hardly initiated economy. So, shout out to Jessica Green. Pretty much, you're saying you you one of her favorite guests. Well, is her favorite guest so far. 
and I'm gonna go ahead and just extend the invite anytime you want to come on okay. the show. I'll just call up Mia Tyshawn okay. immediately. We're I doing would the show. Love to come back. Shout out to your milk and honey. She has some. Uh, she basically says Proverbs 31 is meant to be a guideline. She she's just funny. She says she wasn't even a real woman. Just an example. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Shout out to. So we got some questions in here. The thing is, we just got so many guys at this point, guys. It has to be over ten bucks for me to even <laughs> shout it out. I feel like the, it's just the demand is just going it's crazy. Went shout out to Shanae Randall. She says this is food for your soul tonight. Oh, All my friends are watching. Yes, Shanae so for community. Shout out to Nicole. She says that Proverbs. 31 woman is not a prescription for us to fulfill, but That's a right. testimony of how God shapes us mm. into his image. Shout out to Boss Trizzy. He says, mm. our mm. social norms have normalized men not being disciplined. And at a young mm. age, I turned butch because oh. I thought being a man, I could explore my sexuality. Wow. The church family demonized mm. me. Wow. Boss, hold that thought. We're going to try to get a call in. Not today, but we're working okay. on those call-ins. I would love to get yeah. you on the call-in yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. Shout out to... Yeah, that's that's deep. Yeah. Shout out to EJT. Hardly initiated. Don't miss. We appreciate you guys. EJT, we love you too, bro. Shout out to Yali. Yali is one of my favorite. Yali, yeah. I'm so excited when I get a chance to meet you. She says... Sitting over the, the, the 25 piece. She says, just for appreciation and gratitude for all these conversations. Wow. And we got members joining after joining. Shout out to Pamela Alford. Shout out to Kimberly Kidd. Shout out to Boss Trizzy. Wow. Shout out to everybody sending these super chats. Guys, it's going Love crazy. Love the family, but I got to go back to this one here. Oh, because oh, let's go. Let's get it. We're talking celibacy. Oh. And as a woman who values, obviously, if that's something you're taking on, that's a part of your value system. How important is it that a man also brings celibacy to the table? Or is that even... Of something that you even require or look for conversation? Do you even care about any level of celibacy from your man? Or no, is that not I, really? I, I think I think it's a great, great, great question because typically um, it hasn't always been a requirement, you know, of of the male. And oftentimes it's a requirement of the woman, but it's kind of like you know the man gets a pass. But for me, um, I just I and I said this on you know the last uh, podcast. I desire a man who is disciplined, who can operate in a high level of discipline, and that also means physically. So the same way he doesn't, I would imagine he doesn't want a person that's out sleeping with a whole bunch of people. I don't want my man out sleeping with a whole bunch of people either. And I think that if we come together to say, hey. If our goal together is marriage uh, and we want to abstain together, then that means that we work as a team to put some boundaries and some barriers in place so that when those moments do rise up and they do happen, then we are also held accountable to e each other. Do you know what I mean? To make yeah. that happen. And so, you know, I think it's just as important. I, I, it is it is actually so sexy. It is extremely sexy. More it is sexy. extremely honorable um, when a man has discipline in that area where mm. he has the ability, um, when he understands the value of what he carries even in that moment mm. and has the ability to know the value of it. So he's not giving it everywhere in every place. I love a man that everybody doesn't have to have access to. One that is not chasing clout. What did, one, one who is affirmed <clears throat> enough in himself. Do you know what I'm saying? You got to be strong. Yeah. Yes, 
you have to be strong, but who has um, just th that level of confidence, that level of accountability, that level of discipline. You know what I'm saying? Where everything is not appealing to him. I love a man whose appetite is not so low that he <laughs> wants to eat everything. Do you know what I'm saying? But that he has a high, um, a distinguished palate where it's not anything that's, that's thrown at him. He wants it. He honors his own body. Because here's the thing. If he doesn't honor his body, I've learned he won't honor mine. If he doesn't honor his own name, he will never honor mine. So those mm. things are just as important as, you know, any woman that chooses, uh, you know, to abstain in whatever way. You know, I, I hope to desire a partner that also has a level of discipline and can operate um, at a high level in that space. How do you measure mm. or discern sexual discipline in a man? What do you see in him to know, okay, this is a brother here. Well, you know immediately by how he tries to handle you sexually. Wow. Immediately. <clears throat> so however you try to handle me sexually, <clears throat> then I automatically already know truthfully what what you are on it does it didn't take long mm. this is why this is why a lot of women often also say we wish just if you if that's what you want just say that that way we can have a conversation either if i'm on that i can be on that and if i'm not i can tell you that and you can go on your way the transparency of people being upfront. but i i know in the moment that i meet a person i immediately know sexually depending on how they engage me what their intention is. What if he be like, I usually don't do this, but uh then you usually do. <clears throat> mm. You know what? It's the same, it's the exact same for, for yeah. men on the opposite end. It's yeah. the exact same. Yeah, and you, and y'all ladies, do. you know I stole that from y'all. Yeah, you that know is. that's y'all lie, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that, ladies, that's a top top. So three. I already know, you know, what fella the fellas know why they slide them down. <laughs> And you hitting us with that lie? We oh know it's a bold-faced lie. It is. Oh it is. It's a lie. Oh my goodness. And that's the first thing we think. Yeah. We think she does this yep. all the time. Wow. And it makes sense. Wow. That you think the exact same thing about us. Yeah. This is what he does. Yeah. He's in attack mode. Yeah. And you know, didn't you talk about nature? Didn't you say that? But that's not nature, right? It's no. not nature's man. Listen again. It it can be nature. Nature can be there, but how do you manage it? How, how, how are you managing it? That is what we're looking at. And that's where that discipline comes in at. So you, so if you can't, you, you mean to tell me you can't manage it, manage it in any moment. So what that says to me is more than just uh, your dishonor for yourself. But what that speaks to me about is this is a, isn't a man that I can marry or build with because the minute some tail comes around, mm. he is willing to sacrifice everything that we have over that. I'm not willing to take that risk. Also, if mm. if if I have decided, if we have decided as a team that you know this is what this is what we're doing and this is what what we're on, and you 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 because there are people who won't sleep with you, but they'll be sleeping with everybody else yeah. while they're with you. I don't want that either. Do you know what I mean? So dudes it, will do that. Yeah. Like I'm a, yeah, she don't want she's not ready now. She's cool. Not ready. Yeah. I'ma just kind of do this until. Until right, until. That's a fact. Until yeah. so I didn't think about it. But, but that's still not, it's still not honorable. Do you know what I mean? To me, depending on what the conversation is. Um, but yeah, no. And listen, everybody in here right now, I need everybody <laughs> to hit the like button right now. It's real fast. Yeah. It's right below the video. Hit like very quickly right now everybody and, and just to confirm not the heart i know y'all see that uh emoticon not the heart that's in the chat but actually go by like right above the description that thumbs up button 
that's what you need to hit. That's what helps this get out to as many people as possible. And man, it's just so interesting hearing you say that because a man who is in a place where, so matter of fact, this is actually what you said. Mm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. The only way you marrying a brother is if he is down to abstaining with you all the way up until I didn't, that, the pulpit. That you, you, you have re... <laughs> is that, is that see a requirement what, see, what people, see, see what people type. What I said was, I'm not... I've take, made the decision at this point to operate in obedience for me. Okay. I cannot... It don't work out. I cannot do it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So okay. my desire is to wait until I until I get married. Okay. If I'm going to be with someone... He is going to have, clearly, he's going to have to wait too. So if that's not what he desires to do, I respect that. But I know that this situation wouldn't, wouldn't work out. Man, let me tell you. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's easy. I, I realize that that's, I'm not saying that that's easy for men. That's, that, that's difficult for me too. I just, I just talked about all of that. But for me, the end game, you know, the end goal for me is, is this, this is just where I am. It hasn't benefited me outside of that. So this time, yeah. I'm doing it this way, and I'm sticking to it. Let me say, TP said, "Man, I gotta." She's it's some un, listen. Y'all need to go to church on this Sunday. She said, "I gotta test drive this car." <laughs> hey. TP keep it spicy too. Appreciate you, TP. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. First off, when we told Dr. Turner that she was coming on this show, we and we she sat down here. We didn't tell us that she sat down here. We said, "Hey, by the way." Now to turn this is a two hour show. She said, Oh, two hours. <laughs> by the way, we done hit that two hour mark that have fast. We? Yeah, we, we done hit that two hour mark oh, that fast. This has been so good. And I hope the people in the chat enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't boring. Let me tell you, they listen. <laughs> oh my, not it's, only it's can still, they listen to it's you, it's about for to be another... 600 people in <laughs> yes, here. Yes. 596 oh people God. are still in here watching right wow. now. Me personally, Dr. Carr, I, I could listen to you pretty much like. For another three hours, probably. Really? I, yeah. no, it's no, like it's very are. uh the, the the things that you're saying. One, they really addressing me. Like wow, you know, like yeah, I'm like, oh, I got some work, but <laughs> but uh, it's soothing because wow. it is really affirming to hear a just hear from somebody you can trust, somebody sure. that's giving you some good game. Sure. So when you get in that that kind of principal game, because sometimes you just got to literally be reminded. Like yeah. me personally, I got to be reminded like yeah. all the time. Yeah. So to hear you dropping this game, it, it feels good. Wow. It really Listen, feels I good. want y'all to go ahead. Y'all better drop Thank a super you. chat right now with a question because yes. I'm about to get Dr. Turn up out of here. <laughs> so y'all better go ahead and get your questions in right Come now, Ryan. Questions. Get the last few super chats in. Yeah, shout out to get the last Orlando Willis, another fella. Hey, Another Orlando. Membership. I love that. <laughs> Big shout out to the brothers that's in here yes, with us. Yes, yes, yes. And then we had a, we had another one come in. Shout out to oh wow, Ooh, we had a oh my goodness. Hold on. Shout out to Anastasia. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. Hold on. So first, shout out to Anastasia. She says, "I am grateful for your voice, Doctor Kari. Wow. It's a light on this path of discipline oh and God. obedience in my walk. Wow. When the world looks at you crazy for choosing to abstain. Wow. Shout out to her." Wow. Dope, listen, dope profile pick too. Y'all, y'all see, we this we need you to get the profile pics on your membership because this helps the production look good. So I want people, when y'all get on the screen, we want y'all to look good. So shout out to Anastasia for doing that. And shout out to my man, Orlando Willis, sent over a $100 wow. super sticker. Man, let me tell you, of the value that was given, man. Big shout out to you, brother. Wow. That's definitely going to the soundproofing. 
And uh, man, I, I appreciate you guys showing love in here yeah. again. Make sure y'all go ahead and like this bad boy right now. And make sure y'all also go ahead and send any questions in because I want to go ahead and tell you as well. Mm -hmm. First of all, <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's how I want to start this. Okay. I am not surprised. I knew this was going to happen. I told Ryan, I right after my conversation, I was like, Ryan, Dr. Turner about to flame this mic. Up. Yeah, he did. He did say that. He did Just say for that. the conversation, I was like, and that was my exact word. I said, Dr. Turner is about oh, to flame that mic up. Mm. And you are powerful. Wow. You're thank beautiful. You. Thank you. You are an amazing um you know, just example. Thank you. Especially for this platform. So best believe we're going to have your bike Please. on here. <laughs> we're hardly initiated. I loved it. And y'all listen, moment. listen, we love you guys. You, you got that. Uh, Listen, please make sure these people join. Uh, listen, y'all, we have an event coming up. Yes. Just understand. Mm. I want yes. y'all to understand. Hardly initiated has never been in person. And it's about that time, y'all. We about to have our oh, second. That's gonna be yeah, dope. I, listen, we our birthday is November first, twenty twenty one. November first. Yep. So we about to have our second. Yeah, Harlem is gonna be two wow. years old. Two years in wow. November. Okay. Which is not a lot in this media space. It's very young. It's not. We we, we still young, but y'all see what we are doing. We're that's growing right. fast. Yeah. Because of the value and the intention and what we're trying to do to this space, we're not about to be one of these gender war platforms. We're going to hold the men accountable. Mm. We're going to hold the ladies accountable. We're going to challenge you. We're going to inspire you. And we're going to make sure you grow and get better. Everybody here watching, listening, and a part of the room and of the family that we're building here. Yeah. So I want you guys to join that list that Ryan is dropping. It's dropped. Because that list <laughs> is how you go ahead and give us your information so we can send you as soon as that event comes out. And anything else we, we dropping, we're going to make sure you hear it first. And get some special discounts, guys. Now we did have a couple questions from 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 earlier. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to figure out which one of these is the, is the best one. So, shout out to Anissa Johnson, shout out to Peaches, and shout out to Only Goodness for sending in those super chats. I think let's let's end on this one. Um, because you talk, you did talk about what you thought some things that men mm -hmm. could be doing wrong because the entire dating landscape has changed. Sure. So, women, what are some things that you've seen that women are now? maybe doing wrong or things that are different from how women were in the past and how they are now and when yeah. it comes to specifically the dating in the dating world sure um you know i don't know necessarily if wrong but i i think that we can be more mindful in how we show up to men as well um i think sometimes we can there is just this this uh culture of materialism you know what i mean <sighs> i was watching um I was watching, I don't know if it was a podcast, a video, but I was watching it and it talked about how um, this guy took the intention to plan a date for this young lady and it was their first date and he oh, wanted yeah. to take her to get ice cream. And she felt insulted that it was like the bare minimum or something like that, that he would take her to get ice cream. If that ain't one of the stupidest, I, I felt like I lost brain cells by even, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? By that, even right. reading it. And so, you know, I think really for women to be mindful the same way that you desire a man to show up for you in the purest form, be that 
model mm. whatever it is that you desire be that you know what i mean and don't a first date is okay to go for ice cream like who do you think you are <laughs> that you that you can't if you don't like ice cream then just say you don't like ice cream <laughs> right. do you know what i'm saying but to but to get some sherbet but to which is my favorite <laughs> but to but to downplay it you know what i mean yep. so i just i just think being basic things being mindful being kind being considerate um being loving being thoughtful the same things that you want from other from the guy i think are the same things that you that you should that you should absolutely mirror so it's those type of things for me you know i, I the money conversation is always so interesting to me because i have guy friends that's like yeah i talked to this person for the first time and they asked me to you know pay their rent and i'm like people oh, really no. ask to people really ask to to do this you know what i mean it's these crazy. kind these kind of things and so it's just this this I'm always like, that's they, that's them people money. They work, they, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's them people money. That that's not my people. You know what I'm saying? People don't have to do anything for you Facts. on any level. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I think when when a, a man comes into your life who is kind, who is warm, who is intentional, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who is thoughtful? Return that same thing. You know what I mean? This this idea of having to play games and. You know what I mean? If I like you, I like you. Do you know what I'm saying? If I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you. I'm not going to watch you text me and I deliberately put the phone down and don't text you the five hours later because I'm trying to play some cat and mouse thing. Listen, treat people the way that you want to be treated. To me, I think ultimately that's what it is. Use discernment in how you are engaging in the process of it. And the minute that there is something that um, your discernment is latching onto that you know is not healthy for you, be comfortable with exiting the situation. And you can exit even those situations gracefully. You ain't got to be rude. You ain't got to be disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? Just say, hey, it was great. This is not you know what I'm looking for, but it was so great to meet you. And that's it. If you're not interested, it's okay to say that it's okay to say gracefully that you're not interested either. So, so wait, I like that man can take you out on a, uh, an ice cream date. I love ice cream. He can. Wow. This better be the best ice cream shop in Atlanta. <laughs> Real quick. No ringy day. No, so right. So so I missed this one. Shout out to Satrina Dooley yes. for joining the membership. But Dr. Kari, I yes. missed this one. I think this was is good because you talked a bit about how to, you know, I identifying if the opposite person yeah. has the same values yeah. but we got a, a super chat in from Anissa yeah. she says let's say you have some idea of what your values are but how do you fully discover what your own personal values are oh that's so that's yeah so good. I think that's a really good question yeah, that's so good I think I think taking time alone you know what I mean to really just kind of sit and contemplate um, you can even write them down. Mm. You know, what do I believe mm. about X, Y, and Z? What are the driving uh, forces in my life? What type of person am I when people, you know, don't don't see me? So I think taking the time to be alone because we also live in a time, it's so crazy, where everybody's accessible to everybody, but this is the loneliest generation ever. Do you know crazy. what I mean? So it's, it's, crazy. it's crazy. And so, but I think that there is a benefit uh, in healthy ways of spending time alone to really think about, you know, what is it, who are you truly? And do you even really know? Do you know what I mean? So I think it's okay. I think I love that question. I think it's okay um, to take some time, to take some months, however long it takes to really just sit with yourself 
to think about what it's important to you. What do, what do you value? How do you respond in certain situations? And once you know your own value system, then you're able to really engage and learn another person's. Because if you don't know, you'll be then to take, you'll begin to take on the values of other people and they may not be your own. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, and the thing about it is I think one of the hardest things to do nowadays, especially in 2023, this is probably the hardest time ever to be alone because it's such a war for our attention and for I'm our time. I'm telling you. Just so y'all, just so we clear, when you have music on, you're not alone. That's when your right. TV is on, you're not alone. That's right. When you pull up Instagram on your phone, you're not alone. Wow. And yeah. all of those things are typically what people do as soon as they get alone. Yes. Because a lot of times when people get alone, they feel lonely. That's right. And they don't like the way that feels, so they instantly start to escape that feeling. Right. They instantly start to escape their own thoughts in their yes, mind. Yes. Yes. And because you got to face a yeah. lot, but that that facing that is yeah. what comes with the education of learning right. your values. That's right. Facing your it's the good you're gonna face the good and the bad. That's right. When you become alone and really tap into your own thoughts. So it's a necessary part mm-hmm. of the process of learning you. It's gonna be learning all the all parts of you. And you, and you, and you want to because at that point you want to know who you are fully bringing to the table. And a lot of times we we deal with Im- imposters because they they show up as something that they've seen and not really who they are. So yeah, being I think understanding what alone time is and finding healthy ways to navigate that. Listen, I, I don't have no problem. Listen, I can be in my house. I'm okay. I like me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like me. And so I'm okay with quiet. I'm, I'm okay even if you're in the presence of another person and there is no conversation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to get to a point where even that space can be healthy, where you're not constantly talking. You can be present with each other and not saying anything and it'd be okay. Yeah. Man. Yo, y'all got to do us a favor because Dr. Turner brought the heat. Yo, I'm going to drop her Instagram in the chat. Yeah. I'm going to drop it a few times. Just listen, this is how we show appreciation for the people who come bless the platform. Go ahead and follow her because y'all need the messages. Yes. Y'all need the messages. We all need it. Yes. And fellas, she's smelling like a snack. Ah. Be real with you. She smells good. Yeah. Already, the listen, That's a know. great compliment. One of my favorite compliments. <laughs> Fellas, Sherbert. Right? Already, y'all already even got tips up here. It just ain't going to be you, Akene. It just ain't going to be you. Hey, hey, look, we got one. We got, Man, why we got to end it on this toxic? We got to end it on this toxic super oh chat right here. Gosh, what was what that? Did he say now? Larry oh, Love Jr. Oh, my I would never wait until marriage to have sex. Four to six months is all. Good for you, Larry Love Four to Jr. six months is all. Four to six months? That's actually, I mean, you, you have stayed four to six months. You're going to learn. And listen, learn Larry Love Jr. might find somebody that agrees with him. Yeah. You true. know what I'm saying? True. So. Checkmate well, Lena's mom. Shout out to okay. Lena's mom. Just joined the membership too, guys. Y'all are really taking action tonight. I love yes, it. I guys, love listen, it. I don't want to end, but we got to. I want to have yes. the most people join tonight. Like, I don't yeah. want you guys to come back and be like, oh, Pastor Kerry only had a few people join. I want y'all to join before I leave tonight. Ooh. I want to have the most people join tonight. I like that. Hey, guys. I like that. I, would, I, heard, I gotta do the numbers, but we, we might be that. there. Please. Y'all yes, heard that. Yes. Let's get five more people to go ahead and join come right on. now. Let's get five more people to go ahead and join the membership right now. And if you're watching the pre-record, you definitely need to join. Just so you know, the members, they let us know exactly who they want on here, what they want us to talk about. So they literally drive the direction of the content that we create, 
who we go about recruiting. And I had to work. I think it was about, I'm talking about, just, just so y'all understand, this recruiting part is no joke. It's hard to get them new Dr. Turner, we have been working on Dr. Turner now for at least probably three, four months. Meant at least three, four months. I got to check. But it's hard to get these qualified, amazing people that y'all hear. In these moments, y'all just log on and see it. But we have been planning and prepping this yeah, for a long a time, y'all. A long time. So, yes, I want y'all to go ahead and get it popping. Questions to ask myself to be able to build with one, only goodness with the super chat. Questions to ask myself <laughs> to be able to build with one. I don't know what the hell. I think she's saying she she's learning some questions yeah. to ask herself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, some, we, got some, we got some things to think yeah. about, some food for thought. Absolutely. Sense. Well, listen, family, listen, y'all go ahead and y'all go ahead. Listen, we actually keep the chat up for a little bit and we're going to let y'all talk. We're going to let y'all join yeah. while we go ahead. And we close this thing out, but it's been an absolute blessing. Shout out to Sunshine. Sunshine, I just see you join. Welcome to the family. Shout out to Sunshine. They still coming in. Sunshine. They still coming in. Did we get our five? It, they coming. <laughs> okay. They coming. They coming. No, no, no. This video, let me tell you, this video is going to be numbers. Oh, it's going to do wow. because, because numbers. The, because y'all need it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to lie. I need really, it. It's food for the soul. It's food for the soul. It really is. Guys, don't worry. The call-ins are coming soon. We're, oh, my listen, God. Every, Orlando. Let me tell <laughs> Orlando, well, I'm about to listen. We have a dance. <laughs> dance. What, what, what Orlando going crazy? He just dropped another hundred dollars oh super chat. Orlando, you literally bringing tears to my eyes, brother. <laughs> no, really, my Ron, boy, turn it up. Brian wow. is really crying right First now. First off, Orlando, listen, drop your Instagram <laughs> for the ladies. Matter of fact, I'm about to follow you. <laughs> drop your Instagram. I'm about to follow you. Tonight, you're gonna Tonight. see Tyshawn right. Jackson. See him hey, follow hey, you. Thank, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. Wow, he must really no enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. No, That's big. Everybody, awesome. every... soundproof in that AC. Yeah, they say soundproof. <laughs> they be seeing me sweat. They be seeing me sweat. Right. That's what it is. I be turned. That's why. No, that's a fact, man. That's much love, man. I'm really feeling the love so from all awesome. of you guys. The presence is, is man. You, you brought, you brought him up in here. <laughs> Tonight, heavy man. Listen. I enjoyed this, y'all. Yes, excellent. Go ahead, Ryan. If, if drop the email list one more time, y'all. Please go ahead and join the email list so we can stay tapped in with y'all. But we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna close this thing out. We're gonna close this thing out tonight. Shout out to Duchelle Daniels. Duchelle, yeah, they're coming in. New member. Don't worry, we're gonna <laughs> let the chat ride. Y'all go ahead and join. Yes. Y'all go ahead and talk. We absolutely love y'all. Dr. Turner, thank you so much for coming thank up on here and spending time with me. us. Listen, you guys already know. Hardly initiated, we are out.